What's that, Sean? Is that it? Look at this face, dude. He's fucking pissed. Why do I get scared of Sean when he's the one that fucked up? Why does it make me feel bad? <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show, where we deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the street. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Today, broadcasting from the wonderful Mayfair Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Beautiful. On my left, my co-host is Chumahan Bone, American Indian elegant barbarian southern californian here to take all your women yeah scalps going down for sure and on my right handling sound old blue eyes sean lewis certified audio professional engineer for the hard luck yeah that's right yeah it's a beautiful afternoon in downtown Los Angeles, gentlemen. I'll say, dude, it's uh, we're in the fucking, we're right in the fucking middle of winter and it's fucking warm. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Did you notice that? I came all bundled up and comfy with hoodie and everything. I had to come out of all that. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. You know, that's uh, what I'm talking about right there. Right? Yeah, that's my shit right there. Yeah? What? My shit right there, bro. You know, I, um, that's an MOBB. I'm playing this kind of like right now because Sean's still fiddle fucking around with his computer over there. Yeah. We kind of had a little bit of an episode, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, dude, on, look at his face. <laughs> I'd say so. Sean's about to fucking kick my ass right now. Sean, look at how Matt, look at. Even Danny, who's seen everything, two war, two tours in Iraq, yep. fucking rocket propelled grenade. Yep. He's laughing his ass off right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Danny part two, Danny's laughing oh, at Sean right now. Sean, uh, why don't you clue us into how you're feeling? Put some words to it, buddy. Yeah. What you do? Come today on, man. I got you in this. All right. No, don't don't repeat what you did. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna tell you. Now, hopefully, this burns your fucking asshole so bad that you never do this shit ever again. Hmm. All right. Tell we, him all right, then this is true. Look at this. Dude, so we get to the Mayfair. We set it all up. Sound man, Sean. Now, the new name, venue, by the way. New venue here. It's luxury Never luxury here. venue, right? Through your, your connections, Lucky, yes, right? Yes. I mean, let's not fuck around. Yes. Okay, let's stop. Let's cut the shit. Let's cut the shit and get right down to it. So sound man, Sean, right? As his name implies, he's the master of sound. He's the one that that handles the sound and we got all set up at the Mayfair ho- hotel. Yep. We had Danny, Danny come down. Danny's got a drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And Steve and I are trying to talk to Danny about like maybe publishing something together. Looking like trying to, dude, Steve, aren't we trying, we're, we're trying to look like we know how to do shit, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. And the Mayfair's helping us. Absolutely. Mayfair's giving us some stats. It's a real breezy situation we're approaching. Right. It should be a layup. We should look like professionals. Exactly. Like we know what we're doing. And then? And then there was like one member of our team that just, I mean, it, he didn't just fuck a poodle. He fucked a dead poodle. Man, I'm telling look at, you. He, we got all set up, 
right? This is what happened. We got all set up. We got the tables out. We're putting things together. We're putting in the microphone and everything. We got the soundboard. Sack we got f- French people. Sack copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. French people coming by asking us what the fuck's going on. It's all good. It's yep. all good. And then, and then Sean disappears. Right? Yeah. And I say to myself, I go, where the fuck is Sean? Like, why is he disappearing right before the thing? Yeah. So why I, our guest is here. We're hmm. like, we're all looking around each other. Hmm. Where's right, Sean? Right, right, right. And, and, and Danny, who, I mean, dude, come on. This guy defended our country and everything's walking around waiting. Mm-hmm. Waiting on Sean, who, best I could tell, he applied for the CIA and they never even called him back. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> He's about to fucking... So I go find Sean. I go I, and I see him in a hipster coffee place. Yeah, tell me now. Uh, I didn't even know there was a hipster now. coffee shop. How did he find How did he even that? find that? Place? I don't know. Tell so me. I knock on the window and I give him the sign like "Let's go," and he gives me a look like "Fuck you!" Like this is these people are taking forever. So I go like, you know what? Maybe this is again one of those times where Chumahan's getting too fucking crazy and aggressive like he does and people don't like it steve how many people between us had gotten kind of butt hurt by some of the shit i've said a lot okay all right so fine maybe i need to calm down so i check my attitude i walk in i walk in danny i walk in and i'm like what's so what's going on here he's like it's a poor sean says it's a pour over place i didn't realize i go all right there's two fat broads behind the thing take talking while they're making coffee do you know what i mean voluptuous no they weren't they were fat no they weren't voluptuous so we go in there and i go okay fine i'm gonna calm down i go you know what i'm gonna do instead of being part of the problem i'm gonna be part of the solution so I say to Sean, I go, what do you need me to do? You need me to go in there and turn it on and get it all started? Sean goes, yeah, turn it on. Turn it on. That's what he told me. Turn Hit the it. power. Yeah. That's, and that's honestly, right, Sean? I'm not, am I lying up to this point, Sean? No. All right. So I run in here, and I say to myself, I go, okay, where's the thing? I'm not even the sound guy. Right, right. But okay, I'm going to help out the sound guy. So I got, everything's plugged in. And I go, okay, all I need to do, look at this. Why are you shaking your head? Why are you shaking your head? Uh, Why are you shaking your head, Sean? Go ahead. Don't even let a man answer you. Just keep on telling the story. All right. So then I turn on the, I, I push the power and nothing happens on our soundboard. Right. Because? Well, we look and there's no fucking power cord. Right. Now, look, we got boxes of cords or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go, it's got to be in here. I look in there. I don't see a power cord. So then Sean comes. And I go, where's the power cord? Sean finally shows up after his, He's got his pour over coffee. $30 right. one hour coffee. Right, right. He shows up and he gives me this look. And, I, and Sean's got a look when he doesn't have something. Yes. Right? Does. Have you yep, seen that yep, look? Steve? I know that look. We know that look. That's We've right seen. when some bad news is about to be delivered. That's right. And, and meanwhile, <laughs> Danny S., right? I mean, a fucking hero, uh, American hero, Danny S. By this point in time, Danny S. is becoming a little bit perturbed. Yeah. I see it in his eyes. I know. He's had to actually order a drink to calm him, his nerves. He's yeah. like, fucking, I can't. You had me here at 3.30. It's yeah. now 4.20. Right. What's going on? They, right. Then this guy's part of teams that mm. have to be on time, right? Right. Exactly. Mm. I mean, dude, Danny, uh, mm. you know, would, would you... I'm apologizing to the guy. I'm I know. getting him another vodka tonic. Right. I mean, you know, when you're doing stuff, like, let's say you're doing stuff in the military, can you just show up any time, or you guys set times to show up and have it done? Fuck no. Yeah. Uh, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah, exactly. And the crazy part is... Sean- I forgot to load my gun. People do <laughs> shit like that. I forgot the bullets. <laughs> shit. You'd be surprised how many motherfuckers leave their gun, their rifle, on top of the vehicle and hop in, and then we drive off. I did that with the baby once. We had a... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, okay, well, let's, let's not let, look at Sean, almost looked like he was out there. Now, all right, let's get back to it. Because I'm hoping that this will help. So then I go to Steve, I go, uh, I don't know what, I don't, we're looking for the power cord. Steve's like, power cord? And like when oh, Steve hears hell. shit like that, yeah, man, right? that's not good. No, and then he's looking at Danny. He's like, Danny, we're you know, he's trying to close a deal. Like, hey, we're gonna make your, you know, we're gonna put a put publish something. We're gonna do something, this, that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, we're on Sky. So then uh, Sean realizes that the power cords at the the old place, PYFC. Right. Okay. Say it ain't so. Yeah, and just which is the, about fifteen miles away. Right. On the other side of town. Yeah. Right. And I could see in Sean's face, he's trying to figure out how fast he can get back there and come back. Here. And, <laughs> and, I, and I said to Sean, because I, I didn't want him to shovel this off on somebody else. I go, did you help us break down at PYFC? Yeah, I heard that. And he did. And then it wasn't here. And then I was getting kind of pissed because I'm like, why are we finding out that there's no fucking power cord right now? Yes. Should have found that out yesterday. And uh, then we did some. So then, because we have Danny S, who, by the way, right, I'm sure you've been out in the field at some time. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sean has pushed his mic away. Sean pushed his mic away, and he's he's sulking and drinking. No, he's taking off. No, Sean's leaving. No, no, Sean, come on. Sean, why are you doing it? Why? Why? Why are you denying the listeners this? Why? Sean just left. That was the sound of the music in the other room. That was the door <laughs> opening up. Well, anyways. That's, sh- wait a second. Wait a second. Did he just really walk off? He did. He just really walked off. Hey, we're recording, right? Is it record? Danny, can you see numbers? Since we don't have a sound man, can you tell us, guess? Can you see numbers there? Yep. Are the yep, numbers new? All right. Okay. Oh, I mean, dude. Uh oh. Make sure no, he doesn't go this close. This is fucking bad. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm a little worried about it. To be honest with you. Here he comes. Oh shit. <sighs> you back in? Are you coming to sit back down? Sean, is it, is it cool? Should I stop oh. now? Do you want me to stop? Sean, no. Come on. I can't do this. Yeah, as bad as, dude, you're going to get me on something. What, what, well, get on the mic and tell me. Can we have an honest conversation? What well, don't on. you get? Come on. What happened? I don't understand, like, you know when a motherfucker feels bad about shit. <laughs> and then all you want to do is, like, drag it out for fucking 20 minutes. Like, I already feel bad about it. Right, but what do you? What do you? You want to rub it in a little bit more? I mean, a little bit, yeah. What What was the reason? Well, hold on. Don't get mad. Don't bitch out. Why Why did I say you want to be a man? Let's be a man. Why did I say I was gonna rub it in this time? Why? You didn't say. I did say. Steve, do you? Yeah. So hopefully that you learn something. You don't do this again. Because you don't do this again, dude. You are um, hired by lots of different people to run shit, and you do do it. This, you said, is like your soul. On the way here, he's, this is your soul. Okay, listen, this is a real thing. And you know what? I, we all get dragged through the mud on some shit, right? You ain't exempt either, bro. And I'm sorry, but this one was kind of like a major thing. Am I wrong? Like, I know you feel, I know you feel bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let it slide because you feel bad. I don't want it to happen again. I'm not holding you high, bro. I have high expectations of you because I know what you're capable of. This one seems like a weird one to me. 
if he's razzing you, that means he likes you. That means he cares. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't I mean, razz you, then you tell you to fuck off. I know he cares, but. But what? So that's part of it's the It's hard to take. It's hard that's, to take. You got to earn everything. Yeah, I mean, like. We well, okay, so it. tell us, all right, so tell us how you're feeling, and then we'll move off of this, all right? We, I think I got him. It's enough, right? I will, oh, by say, the way, I will say that it was not that many shows ago that you had to leave and go pick something else up. That was the Enzo show. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's, it's not cool, bro. If we have a week to prepare for the show, and then the day of the show, we can't get off the ground because there's a cord missing or a plug missing or something missing. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, that's it. I don't. I don't want to drag it out. I don't want to rain anymore. Hey. I mean, well, Tumon likes a Tumon likes a little build up on it. No, yeah. because I want to tell the story. Because this is a real fucking show. What are we filtering shit all of a sudden, Steve? No, not at all. Is that what Absolutely we're doing? Absolutely not. All right. I don't want like listen. I don't want this to turn into like a crazy, crazy thing. But this is a legit teachable moment, dude. If it, remember what I did to Spidey Rob when he was like. I still had one more day to work on the project. Why didn't you tell me right, that you weren't doing right, it? Right, I thought right, I could. Right. I thought I could thug it out. He said he thought he could thug it out. Dude's not even a thug. What the hell is he talking about? Call me up and tell me something's wrong. Have I been not been in communication with you guys this whole week about the podcast? Have I not been positive, sending you guys things like, "Let's do this. Let's do the team." Did I not? Did I'm sorry. Did I do topics? Did I think about topics? Did yeah, anyone tell me to call absolutely. Steve and say, hey, we need to talk about topics? Did I have to have someone kick me in the middle of my ass? And this isn't just to you, Shuss, to all of us right now. Right. Did anyone have to c convince me what to do? No, absolutely not. All right, so what the fuck? So why am I the bad guy if I start getting a little irritated? Why am I the bad guy? Why am I the bad one? I'm not. And you know how this guy is, Sean. Because you're level 10. But what, <laughs> who wants to listen to level one? Nobody wants to listen to level one. I guarantee you no one gives a fuck about this. Dude, I'll tell you what. I listen to the Howard Stern show, and some of the best things is when he's ripping down Baba Booey. I'm sorry. It is. I don't know. Danny was laughing his ass off. Right here, he would, Danny S., who's seen blood and guts and stacks of cash, was laughing his ass off during this thing. That's money. Hey, but it's just like for us over there, that shit like razzing at each other and busting each other's balls is just part of everything that we have. That's what everyone does. Yeah. I don't know any Latin but dude that doesn't it, bust balls. But check it out though. There everybody like the hardest thing I've had to learn since being back is nobody's the same. What does that mean? Like everybody's not built the same. What does that mean? Like, especially having four kids, like I could tell one kid and cuss him out and let him know everything. And he'll be like, and he'll be motivated. Yeah. The next one I go to him, I cuss him out. It don't work. He'll break down. Hey, let me tell you something. I get all that, but let me tell you something. I try a lot of different things. And I don't give Sean that much shit, to be honest with you. No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the, a great leader knows how to adapt to each person to get the most out of each individual. Now Sean's nodding. He likes that. Look at Sean. Yeah. It's, it's the, there's true. a flip side to that, too. And that is... Uh, through time, you weave out the people that can't get their balls broken. Because yeah. if you can't get your balls broken, then you don't need to be here. Yeah. Dude, listen, huh? let me tell you something. I got hard. I, some, listen, listen. Some people need to be built. Sean is built. He dude, is built. How many I fucking compliment Sean's ass all the time, dude. It, dude, how yeah. often? Hey, do, but how, in his world, not in your world. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Well, what like, does he in, mean? In your world, you you know a different like we know a different thing, like where we Go can ahead. bust each other's balls, talk shit and all this and all that, and it doesn't phase us. No, you know what? I'll For tell him, you. it's it's detrimental. So you have to teach him that. 
Mm. I don't know. I've heard him he dish dropped, it out. Dropped, yeah, he's got, no he's got no problem. He's got no problem dishing I've heard it out. Dishing out. Oh, uh, if you dish it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah he dished I, out I, King Salmon. He dished I, out on I King think, Salmon I hard. Think that, uh, I think that. I think that. He you dishes know, it out. If you're, I think you have to put in place and remember that it's coming from two people that care about you. Care right. About you and your it's family, also for and the show. Your business partners. This might be the and, most yeah. entertaining part of the show, partially. I mean, yeah. no offense, Danny. Yes, we love you, but dude, when a real fuck up happens and then the balls get broken, people will be mad at me. Dude, half the people probably listen to this thing hate my fucking guts. This That's is, yeah, for sure. This is like uh, <laughs> This is like I feel like I'm the in one comment I've had from someone I know who listens to the show. Go was, ahead. Was yeah, I don't like it. Sometimes I don't like his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in family therapy. Yeah. You are. You are yeah, in family, kind of but family I, therapy. But that's I, fine. I ain't worried about no fucking hipster's attitude. I'm I fucking who I am. I'm I, a man. Up, I grew up on a reservation, motherfucker. I, hey, listen. If I fuck up and I got nobody to blame, and it's blatantly my fuck up, I don't want motherfuckers raining on me about it. I don't want anybody. But I'm going to have to take that shit because my I did that. Like, who, who, put the, who put the thing in the box? Just don't know. So it could have not been me. Yeah, but who's the sound guy? Right, but like we're all breaking it down. And who could have found out? Who has it? Who has I mean, the equipment? I understand what you're saying. What am I saying? Ultimately, it comes down on my shoulder. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Who yeah. had possession of the sound equipment yeah. for this entire yeah, week? But yeah. it's, a, it's a fucking cord. It's a fucking cord, and it, there's a lot of shit that I have to fucking pack and bring and everywhere it's got to go, whatever. All right, Everything all right. Comes, Listen, it's a lot of shit, and like when you look in there, you can't see a, like a little tiny cord. This is a growing pain. Yeah, yeah. this is you a growing I mean? pain. This is the first time at the new spot. Like <laughs> the one person shit, I like, talk to is like, I don't like Chumahan. <laughs> uh, now we finally get the real truth. It's the only person I know that's like giving me a comment on the show, and that was their comment. Yeah, but Sean, so uh, uh, can you uh, do whatever it is you need to do so that? We have all the cards and all the plugins for the shows. God damn, I need another drink. All right, all thank right. you. I, yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, can, you know what? Drink. Can we get can we get Danny another drink? We just put him through a whole thing. He's yeah, trying we're to like need calm to get him a drink right now. Yes, all absolutely. Right. All right. Here. Um, I got my card at the. No, no, <laughs> no. We've already we've already burned up your time. Here, yeah. take it out of my money. It's okay. Fine. What do you have in there? Yeah, what do you have? Double Tito's and Sprite. What is it? Double Tito's and Sprite. All right. Double Tito's and Sprite. I think, I Gentlemen, think short, I'm stepping short. off for All a right. moment to go get a drink for my dear friend. Short, though. Short double Tito's with Sprite. Yeah. And All a right. squeeze of lime in it? Sure. All right. All right. So we're past the Sean. We're past the You guys want to go get this drink? Yes. All right. So let's introduce. Can we introduce Danny finally, Sean? Is that all right? Look at his face. Look at his face. Hey, you're the mouthpiece, man. All right. So check it out. Danny S, uh, we already did two hours with Danny S, in which case, Danny's got an amazing story. Not only did he go to Iraq, but he came back and did some things and had to go away for a little bit. I mean, just an amazing tale. So when Danny came in, we thought we were going to get through his entire life, uh, and then we didn't get through it. He's looking for something. What else. now? What now? It's, it's your mic, something in your mic, something on when you plugged you in. No, he's he hears a buzz. Yeah, I hear it. It was something that you plugged in that made that noise, and it might have been the connection between your headphones, Sean, and something else. Anyway, he can filter that out on post. But Danny, so we only got through half your life. We got to Iraq. We got, I think, where we left off. People got to. If you don't even bother listening to this episode until you listen to Danny one. By the way, 
You're going up next week. You're taking up a full week, Danny. It's going to be Danny week. You know how they have sometimes shark week on fucking Animal Planet? I hate that week. Yeah. Well, they're going to have Danny week and people are going to love it. No, I'm talking about my wife. Uh, what do you mean? Shark week. Oh. Uh, you know what shark week is, right? Yeah, I do know what shark week is. Dude, what are you talking about? That's like shark marriage for me. That's like shark. By the way, what the fuck? At the Mayfair, at the, at the art show, I saw you talking to my wife. She was holding the baby uh-huh. for like a long time. Right? And which is fine. I'm like, fuck, there's a handsome guy with a fucking tattoo talking about what the fuck's he trying to pull over there? What the fuck? So I talked to my wife and I'm like, hey, baby, what's it? So you were talking to my wife and you were telling her like she should have more kids. Yeah. Okay, so what's your theory on having more kids? Shit, Genghis Khan? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be around forever. Dude. We got the one, and my wife's vagina is still trying to reconstruct from that. Because we had the baby was big. And so, (laughs) dude, how many kids you got? I got four kids. Yeah. But then I like fuck with my wife all the time and tell her one day I'm just so worried that one of these kids is going to show up and knock on our door. (laughs) Dude, but you never know which. Which kid's going to hit the fucking big time and take care of you guys? And that's why I always think we're thinking at least having one more, but I want three. Yeah, four is straight like they drive me nuts but one of them's got to do something right how old are they 15 12 3 and 11 months yeah i'm fucked hey listen i was my wife's like my wife's like yeah he was telling me to have more kids and i'm like damn i mean what the fuck i'm trying to get this podcast off and and i got danny over there adding more to the order and then she said but he said once you get to a certain amount it's just uh it's like you feed them buffet style. Hell yeah. Hey, <laughs> everybody getting casseroles in this motherfucker. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, take a small loan out for that drink. <laughs> so, yeah, all of a sudden it was a double. All right. So, listen. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> so, uh, Danny, where we left off was you were fucking getting sh- shot at. A rocket propelled grenade then you turned this dude into pizza but you didn't know because he ducked around the corner and it was the first time you ever saw the rest of turn him, turn him into pizza or you turn him into swiss cheese i mean swiss cheese on pizza he said goo right he did say goo he said his leg was all fucked up everything was fucked up oh, yeah, so then um how long w- so when you said you did two tours in iraq did you you did one and came back to colorado and i think you were just getting into kind of like there were some problems there and we talked about that and then you then uh, you yeah. went back yeah so so when we come back you're supposed to get a certain amount of time allotted for your company and your battalion and all that right to sit there and like get back into the way of life so you don't get like ptsd so bad right you know right so they what they did is they sent us back the unit we had was from korea so then when we're in korea they shut it down and they sent it that unit to fort campbell and then we got reflagged as a new unit. So it looked like on paper, on black and white, right. oh, these guys ain't never been to Iraq. Even though you guys had already done a full do- tour duty. Yeah. So six months later, let's get ready, boys. So we start training again, right? Six months later. By the next year, we're already back in country. Did you guys, were you guys also um, kicking down doors and like checking out like houses? Oh, yeah. What's that like, man? What's it like yeah. to have to kick down a door in Iraq? But sometimes it's hard as fuck. They got steel gates. So you'll be like, oh, we're going to fuck this. 
boom, you're like, oh, my leg. You're like, oh. going nowhere. You're like, son of a bitch. Shotgun. You have to cock that shotgun because boom, blow out the lock. Then you get in there. You're trying to be quiet the first time. You're like, just figuring it out. The whole fucking neighborhood's awake. Everybody knows you're there now. And then you're just like, fuck, here we go. Right. Like when you're doing, when you're, when you're going in these houses, are you looking for guerrilla fighters? Are you looking for uh, uh, sympathizers? What, 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 are you, what are you looking for? You're looking for like uh, just odd stuff. You, literally, you, you learn, learn to like read people so good. You know, my, my best trick I know how to do is play stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, that should. I know how to do that too. That yeah. should got me. I can't do that. That should gives me so far in life because right. the more people think you're stupid, the more they think that you don't see shit. Right. Right. Yeah, of course. They, of course. And when you play that, you see everything. Yep. Yeah. And when you see everything, it's a wrap. Better you know? than underestimate you. Yeah. Toss it up. You toss everything up, and then you'll find. There'll be a rug, you pull it back, there's a fucking hole, and there's grenades, rocket launchers, machine guns. So is sympathizers the right word? No, you just, it's different. It's like you're walking down the street, and the person that just walked by you, you didn't even know, is two seconds later turning the corner trying to kill you. Okay, right. But so it's the so, enemy, yeah, right there. And, 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 so, but does it? And like when you, dude, I'm when I look at this Iraq stuff, like half the time I'm like, how the fuck do these people even make money? Like it looks like a, a wasteland. It looks dead, and then everyone is living in kind of like these hovels. Everything looks burned out. Yeah, it looks fucked up. Is that how it is over there? Yeah, it's like that. So it's, how do they make money? Like what are they doing? They have markets and everything, just like here. They have markets that like. That like we'll be driving through their market areas and they got like chickens and lambs and everything. Yeah. And we walk, we drive by, they'll grab the chicken, put it by its neck, and then cut the neck right as we're driving by and face us and look at us. <laughs> Trying and to we're intimidate just like, you, like, motherfuckers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but they got marketplaces, but they're just everything's outside. Let me ask you: in Iraq, if you had to give me a percentage-wise of the people that are for you and the people that are against you, is it ninety ten? They're against you. Is it 70 30? What's the 50 50? Really? Yeah, so you just don't know what you're gonna come up on. That's, That's more it's one in every other person. Like, you see two people, one of those motherfuckers want to kill you because the way they made it sound back home was that, like, as soon as you guys showed up, the Iraqis were gonna come with like fucking flowers and candy and be like, Thank God you saved us, America. But it wasn't like that at all, not at all, especially like it's collateral damage. We br- we went over there and started fighting on their their turf so right. that we don't have to do it here right for that right that reason you right. know what i mean yeah every day you kill one guy that you're supposed to kill you might kill another guy that you weren't supposed to kill right. so now do you think now that? you got enemies from them right 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 you know so it just trickles down into people that just they didn't have no problem with you but now they don't have they have a problem with you because right. you just killed their uncle right 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 what about the women in iraq like did you guys ever like was there any like hot chicks over in iraq oh they're beautiful yeah. really they're so be- hey they're a lot of them back then they had the british there right yeah so what happened was they slept with all of them too so you'll have these women that look like hispanic right right and they'll have like blue eyes Wow. Green eyes. Oh, you mean there's like mix from, from yeah. the British? 
So yeah. you're just sitting. They look there like Argentinians. Like, huh? Yeah, you're just, <laughs> Argentinians are too too light though. They have like dark brown skin. Yeah. With blue eyes. Yeah. Dark brown skin, skin with green eyes, hazel eyes. You're just like, whoa. But then it's like, how do you? The area them? is so bad there that once they hit probably like 25, they start going downhill super fast because the did conditions the, they live hey, in. Did you get the hit? Did you get the hit off some of them while you were out there? Man, I don't know. No, what's, the number, guys, the, what's the number after four? <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, and so like, how do you uh, like how do you get into a situation where you can have like a, a, a little uh, horizontal mambo? You know what I mean? Like, how do you? Like, is there R and R over there? And it's can, crazy though. They have like, uh, they have interpreters that work for you. Yeah. And some of them are women. I right. see. You know I, what I mean? see. Yeah, I, I understand. Or you get sectors that you're out there, you live out there, and they don't really, they don't really hate you at all. So you come in the house, you see a cross. They're Christian. You'll see Christians out there, and it's crazy because they like try to hide it because if. It's if unpopular. Not, yeah, it's not popular. So right. they'll, they could get killed for that if wow. the wrong people come around, you know? Right. right. So they just stay to themselves, and you come in there, and they're just like, oh, I love you. Do they understand what a uh, Chicano is or, like, what a Mexican-American culture is? No, not even. They, I look like them. So right. when I was out there, I could, like, back then I had a pretty good, like, I could rap to them and have a broken conversation, but mm-hmm. they would think that I was half them. Right. Nice. So I would tell them I was half. You How do know you, what I mean? Can you say, uh, hey, hello, what's your name? Say that. In, uh, it depends what time of the day. Like early part of the day is Sabachel. Oh, noon is like later part of the day. Mm-hmm. And then you say like Araf. What else? When Biet come, it's like, like stop. Like where's your house? Like where do you live? Mm. When be come, yeah. When ah. be come, dude. That's I'm crazy. telling you, like, the stuff that I, is burned in my head is like nuts. Like, listening to the mosque at that time, like when it the sun cracks, uh-huh. the mosque going, the dew with the sand, and you're just like, you could breathe, like you breathe in, and it tastes like the sand, and you're like, here it goes, it's about to crack. Every time that mosque goes off, it's about to crack. Is that right? Yeah. And it's every time. Do they got the loudspeakers? Yeah. And there's like, it's like a church. So it's every fucking couple blocks there's a mosque. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just hear the etaba, etaba, etaba. And then it means attention, attention, attention. Mm -hmm. And then they start going into their prayer. And you just, that's when everything goes bone quiet. And that's when you know shit's about to crack. Damn. That's Everybody. crazy, man. And you're fucking 6,000 miles away from home? Yeah. That's crazy. So let me ask you something. When you're kicking in these doors. Is that it? No. That's too nice. Yeah. It's a man. It's got a different feel when it's that. Yeah, you hear that's, that? That's like, you know, right, let's try, studio let's try, production. Let's music try right this there. one. Yeah, that's it. That's a crack right there. Man, I'm gonna play this the next time I yell at Sean. Man, that's eerie sounding, that bro. That shit got power. That shit got power over me. Yeah. What happens that, to you that when that you hear that? That shit makes me feel some type of way. Are you, feeling, Are you so. feeling it right now? Oh yeah. 
And it's Look at not, Sean. It's, Sean's sitting next to me. He's getting real nervous yeah, right now. I was just going to ask, like, if you like an adrenaline feeling, like an adrenaline rush. It's like, like, like rage. Look at his rage. eyes, dude. Like, you know how, I don't know. Ever been in a position where you're, you're crying, but you're not crying because it hurts? You're crying out of rage and you're just destroying shit? Yes, I have. Yeah, I yeah. frustration. Have. You're crying yeah. out of frustration. I've been in a situation where couple situations where I, I think I was hurt, you know what I mean, in the sense of like emotionally or something like that, but I was so fucking pissed that I almost didn't know what to do. Like it almost seemed incomprehensible what the next move was going to be and then just going fucking nuts. Was it a woman? One time it was, yeah. It goddamn right it was, dude. It fucking was. It, it was, it, you know what, man? It was maybe my first love. Ugh. And it was one of those times where you like, like um you have a first love and then you rekindle later when you're adults and you got that old love feeling and then then something goes completely wrong (laughs) Mm. Mm. sound like a lifetime show dude Mm. i'll tell you what man it's sean knows who it is sean knows who it is i fucking lost my shit Lost my shit. Lost. He said, uh, man, what are, you, what, are you, what are you, what are you finding in the, what's up? So tell me some fucking shit you found in some of these houses that you were kicking the doors in. Fuck. One time, I couldn't even believe it. We fucking, it was a school. We had a, a minesweeper, or not a minesweeper, but a metal detector. Uh huh. Cause they would fucking bury it in the fucking yard. Right. Like, there would be dirt all over the shit, but. That shit from over there, that shit will fire with dirt in it. It don't matter. Right. So fucking we start metal detecting this schoolyard, and there's an anti-aircraft machine gun. What? In the dirt. Buried in the dirt? Buried in the dirt. Fucking like 12 feet, fucking massive ass, like the one with the turret. The turret and everything that swings around and everything for a fucking aircraft. I was like... These motherfuckers buried this son of a bitch in <laughs> <Genius laughs> school. I go, what the fuck are we gonna do about this? Yeah, we just blew that motherfucker in place. Yeah. Dug enough, put some dynamite and everything, C four and all the shit, and blew that. You know what? Now that you bring that up, uh, we were kind of wondering since you had some time in like a what was your? Were you in a platoon? Was that what it was called? Like a platoon, or what? What was the name of the group that you were in? I was in a platoon. Yeah. But then. So if you're in a platoon, like, and you know Sean, you know Steven, you know me, like, what roles do you think we most likely would have in the platoon? Like, what, like, who would be yeah. the sniper? Who would be the fucking bomb guy? Is there, or would. Camo guy? Who, the what? The camo guy. What is what that? Is that? What? what is the that? The guy that handles all the comms? Yeah, the calm guy. Sean's the calm guy. You're Communication? The, the yeah. G.I. Joe guy with the fucking antenna on the back, and okay. you gotta do all that calm shit. Guy. Right? Calm, calm guy. Calm guy. Calm link. All right. He'd be a uh, a team leader. Steve, Steve's the team leader. <laughs> He'd be a team leader. Yeah. And then you'd be a. Uh, I think you'd work in the talk. In the talk. Yeah. What the does talk. that mean? The talk's the ones that in charge of of keeping track of all the navigation of the squads and platoons of everybody. Yeah. While the the operations are going in. Nice. So Damn. like organizing shit. Yeah. So like you're in the rear and you're setting everything up and and the. The captain's with you. Everybody's with you, and they you need to brief them as everything's going. Right, dude. Damn, that's that's yeah. fucking all right. I that's, like. That. I can that go with that. Right. Sean, yeah. does that sound about right to you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, want to get out there with a gun and shoot somebody? <laughs> hey, hey, I I did all that shit. So like, you had to do all those play hey, all read, those positions. Yeah, I, because like 
I'm telling you, like, my first deployment set me on pace for, like, they had our captains or lieutenants that would come in. They're, they want somebody that is, like, not super high ranking, but ranking enough and knows the shit and, like, puts them with them to teach them. Because officers come in, they come straight out of college, and they're told, okay, you see these fucking 30 guys? Go and fucking fight war with them. But they don't have no fucking understanding of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But a fucking college degree. Right. right. So you're just like, so they put me with these guys and they're like, all right, here, keep this motherfucker in check, teach him what's going on, show him how to do this. Da, da, da. So I'm in charge of him. Yeah, but that's kind of a dangerous job, isn't it? Yeah, fuck yeah. Because when I was with comms with him, you're running around. I'm expected to be every, like a regular soldier. On top of fucking grabbing the radio, which is this big ass fucking brick. Right. And all the batteries to recharge so if anything goes on. Uh-huh. And all this extra shit on top of my regular shit like everybody else. Right. So I'm in charge of him doing all this. And there's a fucking antenna sticking out the top that says, shoot me. Right. <laughs> right. The target. Yeah. yeah. So anybody that knows that antenna, they know. All right, shoot that guy and the guy next to him. <laughs> Both right. those guys are fucking... Communicating. Yeah, communication. Right. So we need to get rid of those guys. Hey, Damn. did you ever see a... Like, did you ever like have to lift up a burka and there was a guy underneath? <laughs> um, I always wonder about that. Sometimes I feel like guys could get... Like, I feel like enemies could very easily go from town to town dressed as women because everyone's wearing a burka. How do you know? No, they do. They catch them. Do that? You yeah. lift up a burka, there's a dude under there. Well, you look at him. You're like, this motherfucker's awfully big. <laughs> like, Hold up. Hold got, up, Caitlin. I got a, I got a Bruce, is that you under there? <laughs> I got a question for you. Like, you know, there's... Now, there's times like... Uh, there's times like this in any kind of combat, any kind of move that you're doing. There's... And you tell me, and it could be maybe coming and approaching um maybe approaching a target it could be kicking in a door it might be charging okay yeah there's always the the either the group of guys or the couple guys that have to go first or the guy that's got to go first and he might be the one that gets taken out so that everybody can assess or what's going on did did you guys have that guy in your platoon and is it the same guy that always is that guy or would you take turns or is it like is that dude the dude and he's like all right he's the one that goes first and he just doesn't give a fuck yeah who goes first it's different for everybody like some people there's a there's supposed to be a way that it goes down where like i would i was in charge so i would probably be third right Mm -hmm. but for me like I love control when we're in these kind of situations, so I like to be first. I want to be the first one in there so that I could assess everything and fucking get down, and I set the tempo for my guys behind me. Right. You know? So I was always that guy for my group of guys. Mm-hmm. That was well, but did, did, did everybody know? Because I think what Steve's also getting at is, like, who's the fucking test monkey? Right. Like, like, did you ever know? Who's the sacrificial lamb? Yeah, like, did you ever guys have a scene where, like, maybe, like, breaking in, you're going to control the shit, right? But did you guys always know in the platoon who was the one where it was like, well, we don't know if there's mines in that yard, and we don't have the mine detector broke, so... Uh, oh, that's called the private. Yeah, is that what <laughs> that, is that, is that, what hey, that is? Hold on, who just got here? Yeah. Hey, you in the back. <laughs> Get that really? motherfucker over here. Really? Really? Go. Damn. Wow. 
Hey, don't pay to be a private sometimes. Man. Be the new booty. No booty. <laughs> you still wet. Wow. Wow. But yeah, but most of the time it's like for the stuff that I was doing was not like that. Like mm. I did some shit that were like you think after you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? You know? Mm. Right. Like scaling a building at like two in the morning, leaving your rifle and all your shit so that you could climb this fucking building and all you have is a sidearm, a pistol on your side. And you're like, if this motherfucker catches me, as soon as I peek my head over and blast my fucking head right now, I'm right. fucked. Right, right, And right. you just get up there and you fucking, dude, I, the coldest shit was doing that, getting up on the roof, climbing. So on the, the roof, they, have, they sleep on the roof at night because mm. it's so fucking hot. Right. And they put glass around the whole edge of the fucking roof. So that birds don't sit on the walls and shit all over their shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So you gotta fucking climb up there. Then you gotta fucking get over the glass. And With not, what? How do you get over the glass? You just fucking just put your hands in the best position that you think <laughs> that that shit ain't gonna go through your hand. Jesus Christ. And you push off, get in there, and you sit on the fucking floor, and you crawl, and you get on top of this dude's chest, and is you're sitting, you're above him already, and you go to squat down, and you have your hand ready to cover his mouth and the pistol in the other hand and you just slowly drop and as soon as you touch him you tighten up your legs and lock his arms in and put your pistol in him and he freezes and he wants to scream but he knows you he knows that that could be the last time he screams right you know all at like three in the morning you're just Man, like what the fuck? that's some shit right there uh, we should take a moment to fucking take that in for a second. Yeah, That's some serious man. shit. So it's night. You got to climb up there. And is it, no one can cover you really from, from that, right? Like you can't be covered by anyone on the ground because it's dark and... No, it's only you. Right. Like we're out there all by ourselves. And what was the purpose of that mission? Like what were you doing? So I was a part of a, of a group called... S well, I was one of the ones, the original teams that started all that shit with me and some other guys from our unit. It's called SKT, Small Kill Teams. Fuck. So we got to go, got my guys, we went out there, we fucking, we knew everything, like the back of our hands. So we got in there, I would go patrol, pick best vantage point, get the house that I thought. We had a dirty mosque right there, so that we can't enter a mosque unless some shit pops off or we see some shit happening. Right. So we go in there and we fucking get this house, go take down the house, keep everybody, put them in the room set up put our sectors of fire get a radio comms up get comms with the base everybody's on check set up a machine gun set up a fucking sniper rifle prep tell them all right we're good to go tell them hey roll through get your shit act like nothing's happened do your regular shit right and they go through they go do their regular shit and what happens maybe not the first day maybe the second day we sit there wait and then fucking they come by, and you catch these motherfuckers setting up, waiting to ambush them. Kill them motherfuckers. You don't They always, don't even know what hit them. They don't even know what the fuck's going on. They're so confused. You, you <laughs> whack some of them, but then some of them get away. So yeah. then it becomes a big firefight. You have to either try to get to some trucks and get out. Like That shit is wild. When you're climbing up the thing at night, what do you climb up on? Like, how do you climb up to the roof? Are you climbing a drain pipe? Or no, what? you're climbing, like, the 
not all the like the buildings will have like a high gate so you climb on the gate then yeah. the, they have like bricks that are like hanging outside or like <laughs> things on the side of the house like sometimes there's weird shit on the side of the house like you don't need, you're like what the fuck does this serve all right whatever <laughs> so you just climb up the motherfucker like right. some fucking and then, video and, game <laughs> right and then it like dude first you mentioned video game uh, do when you walk into the room if anyone's playing call of duty do they shut that shit off right away because a real motherfucking soldiers in here because i would be embarrassed to play a video game like that in front of you like fuck no we hey you know what's the craziest shit is yeah. like when you knew you're really fucked up from this shit is you go out to sector and go to war, and then you come back and you play a video game with war. <laughs> That's what. Like twenty four seven. Hey, and every like we would be there and we would s- set up. Like you know, you got some motherfuckers that are with your unit that are support and they're fucking smart, geeky ass motherfuckers. Yeah. So they set up a whole fucking router. We all get on the same game together, and we're all fucking like doing missions together. Against the rest of the people in the world on the internet, like fucking, that's can't. awesome. And then, did you ever talk to anybody that was like better than you on the computer, like on the video game? And they were talking mad shit to you, and they were like four years old. And then you were like, "Look, motherfucker, let me tell you something, man. In real life, I will fucking kill you. You have no I idea have what a certain I- set." of special skills <laughs> i will find you man. And, hey so um speaking of which so okay so let's say this then on so on some level dude that's pretty intense what you're saying like that was like 24 hour war for you like your your work work thing was war and then your like relaxed time was war does that what makes it so hard to come back to regular society yeah like what do you what could you do in a job that meets up to that criteria that, like, I feel like it kind of replaces your adrenaline as your lifestyle. Right. And then, yeah. So it's like people that do meth, right? Yeah. They do a ton of meth. They're fucking, a, they're, uh, what do you call it? What is it called? The uh, natural. They're endorphins and oh, all that? Oh, they're endorphins of that. No, just... no, no, no. The, that keeps your, meta- your metabolism goes away, right? Yeah. When you do a ton of meth, mm-hmm. your body supplements your metabolism for the meth, right? Right, right. So you then get used you take it. away the meth, now your metabolism is fucked up. Right. And a lot of people become fat as fuck yeah. after that shit. Yeah. Because right. the metabolism's gone, they're checked out. Right. Because right. you, know? you didn't need it. Yeah. Right. So now you fucking, you've been living your life here every single day of your life, you're kill or be killed. Yeah. And you come back and they're like, Hey, here's Timmy, your son, and then uh, there's your dog and your picket fence. Uh, that yeah, should be good, right? Meet up to yeah. where you're, yeah. Now, let me, I think that's why a lot of these dudes that come back, they start going and doing paramilitary and they're like, you know, fucking training gorillas and they just want to stay in it. Yeah. A lot of my buddies, they went contracting and they fucking made some good money and then they came back, but. I got boys that are still in. I got a boy that's in SF right now, and he does a bunch of shit. Now, me and him keep in contact. And I'm, what's the downside of going into the private soldiering and all that? What's the downside? I don't know. It's not you're not going for missions. You know what I mean? You're going yeah. for security. You're going for some shit like that. But they pay good, right? And then it makes you think like, damn, damn I rendered this service for how much? That's it, you motherfuckers. Right, like, you don't get paid shit. You come back and you got like thirty thousand in your pocket because you didn't have it to spend it out there. Right, know? right. So you think that you made some money. In reality, you didn't make shit. How you know? long does it like? 
how you can't buy a car a nice fucking car yeah. 30 grand you spent your whole nut from being a year in iraq killing people and them trying to kill you and you can't even buy a nice mercedes Meanwhile, you're over there, and part of the reason you're over there is oil to make gas to fucking fuel a Mercedes, yet they won't give you the money to buy one. Yeah, that's pretty much. That. You can't Mercedes shit. You can't even buy a nice truck. Shit, not even. Yeah. Hey, so, so when Maybe you... Maybe roll up windows by hand. When you, <laughs> when you come home from, from that, all right, so you're over there, and your fucking channels have been all set up for that type of life, and then you come home... Does the military offer you like any kind of counseling in between? Do they got somebody that's like, listen, you're going to go back to a place. It's going to look totally different. Yeah. Are they prepping you for this? What culture culture shock? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I don't know what they they don't know what the fuck they're still doing. Like, like everybody get like, I don't know. It's so fucked up because I got so my last time I was there. I was on patrol. We're in a market area in Eldora, Baghdad, and some motherfucker just hucks a fucking grenade and just fucks my life up. I don't know what the fuck happened. I remember it's kind of like those fucking video games. They they must. I know that those video games have talked to somebody like me in their life, right? To get that understanding of like. When you get into a room and somebody throws a grenade, it doesn't kill you, but how do you feel, you know? Right, days, it's stunned. It's like, all you hear is that, that ringing sound, right? right. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? I had my soldier, David Rosas, right? He's over there, and he's yelling at me. And I, like, when I came to, because I, I was gone, and then I came to, and there was a bunch of smoke, and, like, I was in a cloud, right? Mm. I was like, what the fuck is happening? All I remember was eating breakfast that day and it was like three o'clock when that shit happened three or four o'clock mm -hmm. so all that shit i f i don't even remember wow. all i remember was scooping up eggs from some mermites to eat that day mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden fucking in the cloud and he's yelling i could tell he's yelling at me because you know you could see the intensity in people's face yeah mm -hmm. and i'm like fuck is this what is happening like yeah. what's going on like all right what, what the fuck right and so I, he's has slowly his like his words start coming and then all of a sudden i can hear him saying salazar ah! and i'm like what the fuck so i reach over and i look back and my soldier jaycock is right there yeah and he's fucking, I'm like, oh, fuck, is this motherfucker dead? Nah, he can't be dead. Like, and this is where you're like, n now thinking about it in retrospect, like, I'm completely, like, brainwashed. It's, my body goes into a natural, like, training and, like, natural things that I'm supposed to do at this point. That's why they drill you so yeah. hard. So that in this situation, no matter the stress, you you break in and you, you lock your shit down, right? right? So I go and I fucking grab this fool and, and he is fucking out. Like, I don't know if he's dead. I don't know if he's alive, right? And I grab him by his helmet and I just smack the fuck out of him. And I just, Jaycock! Boom! Smack him again. Yell his name. Boom! Smack him again. Finally, he fucking just, he just, he, you remember the WWF Undertaker? Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker, that's exactly what he did. <gasps> 
<laughs> like that and fucking picks his arms up like just like the undertaker yeah and then fucking there goes blood shooting out of his right hand just boom like flying right yeah and i'm like i go to get my aid shit and i'm looking at it and i'm like fuck everything's covered in blood so i go i fucking i look at all my shit my shit's all covered in blood i go back to him i go fuck it I tell David, I go, hey, let's get back to the fucking guys. I go, I need to get him aid. Let's get him locked in, and then we'll go back out and kill these motherfuckers. Boom. I, so I just grab his hand, and I start putting pressure with my own hand. Because right. it's like there's no sense in getting a fucking aid patch when he's fucking bleeding so profusely that it's like it ta- you might as well it's arterial. You know? right. That shit right. is shooting every time his heart pumps. He's got a so, short amount of time to Yeah, get. so I just got to put the pressure on, and he's going to bitch at me, but I got a chance. Right. So I just grab his hand, and I just start squeezing it like a motherfucker. I go, let's go. So I get him back in. I go, all right, drop him off to Wyatt, my boy Wyatt. You guys got to have him in here one day. All right, bring him Crazy in. country boy. Bring in the country boy. We like country. Why? Hey, hey, I'll, hey, I'll show him American Indian hey, country this music. this motherfucker lives out of a van, and he's a traveling nurse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, far, so far, so far, I don't up. hear anything bad. So he's far, I don't hear anything up. bad. I like, it's a lot of hipsters doing that right <laughs> well, now. We had a guy on already living out of a van. Puck, him? right? Uh, puck. Hey. Puck only does hot tubs. Hot hey. tubs only puck. Wyatt don't play. Yeah, neither did Puck. His last post was... Uh, I just caught some motherfucker trying to siphon gas out of my van. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you applied the pressure, got hand it to him. Yeah. So we get back. I yeah. grab him, hand him to him. They start mm-hmm. assessing him. I'm like, all right, let's go. I call uh, one of our other guys. I go, hey, let's get these guys in order. Let's get everybody out here. Let's go chase these motherfuckers up and 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 kill them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we go get everybody, and then uh, Wyatt's like, hey, Danny, I think, like, let me look at you. And Wyatt's like, he's older than me, but Mm -hmm. he's lower ranking than me, Mm -hmm. you Uh know? So he's, and me and him are cool, but it's like this situation where he doesn't want to ever, like, have that become a thing where I have to, like, use who I am against. Yeah, you pull rank rank again. Yeah, pull rank. It's an awkward scenario. So, but we're always good. Right. So he fucking, he's like, Danny, like, come over here. Like, let me assess you. Let me, let me work on you. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm straight. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get these motherfuckers. Nah, 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 nah. Well, he's like, all right, listen, everybody, we got to take time for everybody to get ready to roll and get these motherfuckers. So in that time, come with me. And I'm like, dude, I'm straight. Let's go. He's like, look, Danny, look, all these motherfuckers got time. Let's just chill for a second. And he sits me down. I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm like, he's wasting my time. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like slowly looking. I'm like, god damn. Like, this fool bled all over me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wipe my face, and I'm like, he fucking got blood on my face. Like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, damn. Why does my arm feel so cold? And I look at it, and there's blood all on the sleeve. I'm like. God damn, I don't remember this motherfucker bleeding this much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he did. Right. So then I look, and my hand's on my knee, and I look, and there's like a lightning bolt of metal right through my finger. <sighs> and I'm like, hmm, that don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't say. Right. <laughs> right? Well, you look I look, at I, look on, I look on my hand, and on my hand there's like, like it looks like rocks underneath my skin, right? <sighs> on my on the back side of my hand. Mm-hmm. 
like, what the fuck is going on? And I look, and I look in my sleeve of my jacket that it's all covered in blood, right? Yeah. And there's, like, pieces of metal and, like, blood leaking from my arm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I look in my leg, the same thing, and then I, I, I wipe my face again, and I'm like, I'm fucking bleeding in my face too. Like, what the fuck? So slowly, everything started making sense to me. Like, meanwhile, you were holding a compress on on a guy's hand, thinking you were saving his life, but you had all this shit, all these injuries all over you as well. Yeah. What was it? Shrap metal. Shrap metal. Mm. Damn. Okay. So then you you come back, and then what do they do? They give you like a little, like a little, like a stipend. Do they give you like a thousand bucks and be like, here you go? And then they just send you home, and then. And then what? Your parents and everybody expect wants you to become a, a working citizen. Do they throw you a party? Anymore? Like your family's no, they, like, Yay. they come back and they sent me to Longstool. Longstool, I went to to Texas to Bamsey. Bamsey, I went to fucking to back to Colorado. But all in this time, like, I'm sitting here. I'm doing this. I'm getting back, and my wife at the time has my son. So I get back. I have my wife at the time. She wants me to be dad. She wants me to do all these things, Ugh. put me in, in this place like where naturally it would be easy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, like I just, I literally have a brain injury. Right. I have all the strap mold on me, and I'm still dealing with what the fuck's going on. Right. right. Would you, she able to get into your way, your perspective at all to see the nah. world through your eyes? Nah, she couldn't even do is it. Is this your same wife or is it somebody else? Different one. Different okay. one. And she couldn't. Put herself uh, in your shoes or even... Uh, it was like, it's something that, like, it really takes work to, like, understand. Because, you know what I mean? Like, you can't comprehend something that you've never even known. Yeah, yeah but, but you, you can have compassion yeah. for it. You can have um, empathy. But right? when, yeah, I, when yeah. you look at somebody and you see them the same as before, no it doesn't. Way. Like, no, no if way. I had a missing leg, it would be uh, easier for her to comprehend, right? It, no, but the no, fact that no, I don't know no, no, you're no. making excuses for yeah, this. That's no, what that's what it sounds like. I'm talking about even for regular society. Like people, I walk around right. People will sit there and they'll grab their kids a little bit closer. They'll do this and do that just because of the way I look, right? Because mm-hmm. of the tattoos yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not my wife. Little, my wife wanted to talk to you. <laughs> but little, little as they know, you know what I mean. Like you were defending this. Country. Yeah, they don't know the other side, Dude, you're the a other true realm, patriot. like. Like I think maybe might have this this appearance is part of a defense mechanism, right? Of course it hold is. On, hold on, hold to on. To not have. Let's, of course let's, it is. Let's slow brother. it down for a second. We were just first of all, we're not talking about strangers who don't know you. Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about strangers who just they don't yeah. know your history. We're talking about your wife who had your kid, kid, and then you come back. She knows. She dude, you called her from a hospital. I'm saying like on some level, yeah, she can't understand in your shoes and the extent of what you've really been through, but it doesn't take a fucking mental genius to be like, this guy just came back from a war zone. Maybe I need to ease up on him. Yeah. yeah. It's not that easy. Damn. Think, like, Damn. And think about like her hormones and everything that's going on like all at once. This shit nah, is wild. Like, yeah. That's yeah. A, that, that I, you're not, you're, I don't even want to entertain I, that. I, really. yeah, I, I don't I'm either. just thinking like... No. At a different perspective, because I've been the person that thought the well, other way and to took it out. Is she listening? To yeah, the show? she'll look. She'll be listening. Oh, to okay, this whatever. Show. Okay. No, you know what? Listen, Maybe she needs to this, hear this. Like, you hate me. Sean said that the one person that gave comments didn't like my attitude, which is fine. And she can be another. I'll be the bad guy on the show. I will too. I'm saying it straight. Like, I know me. Listen, if my let me tell you something. 
if my wife came back from Afghanistan and she called me in a hospital and I'd even been raising our daughter on her own, right? And like I was the dad being Mr. Mom. And then she came back. I can promise you, Danny. I can promise you that I will fucking really do my best to put myself in her shoes. I've seen enough shit to understand. Like you don't just come back from that and then you're regular again. And then I was I was gone. I was gone away in prison and I had a wife with a kid. And when I got back, she automatically knew to like not overload me on stuff because right. she was like, this dude it needs to figure out how to be back in like society. Right. She keeps some stuff from it's, me. She'd slowly All the women I've been with don't know that. Damn. So maybe that's your defense mechanism, Danny. Maybe you're picking women that don't know how to sympathize with you, brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, All right. Maybe. That's it. Maybe he's like, maybe he doesn't want someone to understand him. All right. So I don't like sympathy. So, you don't, do you? No. Why? Because it makes you feel weak, right? I, not me. No. For me. Yeah. Why? Need... Why does it make you feel weak? Because, because honestly, you're a strong. Because dude. I feel like every bit of my struggle is part of my story. Right, but every why? bit of my struggle is worth everything. I earned everything I don't have. What does that mean? Everything that I don't have, I earned that. Like and explain that to the, people because there's a the lot of fucking hipsters that don't all the pain, that. all the things that you've gone through in your life, you yeah. earned it. the The I place that, that the place that you should think right now, the place that you could think of where you should be, yeah, you earned that by all your pain. So if you don't think about it that way, what are you thinking about? Like, yeah, but how does somebody no. else, how does having, okay. I'm lost. I'm, no, 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 no. You don't think? No, no, like, no, 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 no. Right, Danny, I, I got it, out, it. Check it out. Where in your life for the things that you've done for the people that you've done, do you think that you should be high at a different elevation, right? We think that. Okay. You should think I, that I, because uh, I know you and I know that what you've done and with the people that you've done. So you think that you should be higher in a position in I, your life, but you've put yourself in the position, the position that you are because of, what of the you, choices you made. Absolutely. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So Dan, but Dan's talking about you endured it. You endured it, right? Or he chose okay. it. You okay. endured it because you're here now. Right. Right. He's right, talking about right, extreme right, ownership right, right, of where right, you're right, at. Right, right. He's talking about extreme you ownership. Right. However, all right, so see, but check this out, dude. What I'm about to say is this. Um That's kinda like what whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 let me tell you something. All right. Let, listen. But you gotta eat it and smile. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, mean straight up. But but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Smile through the dark. If you really want to get savage with it, if you really want to take it to another level, I mean, it's one thing to endure pain. It's another thing to learn a fucking lesson and make a different choice. That's a, that takes a, a, another mm-hmm. level where it's like, because I know a lot of people, let me tell you something. I know a lot of people who on a certain level I respect because they're willing to put up with a lot of shit. In fact, I know a lot of people that be willing to put up with a lot of shit. But the thing is, is, there comes a point in time where you have enough value and self-worth in yourself that you're like, you know what? I'm not putting up with that shit. I'm going to make a different choice, and I'm going to lift myself up to another level. Yeah. Sometimes you got to stop taking the scenic route. A hundred percent. Or the scenic route ain't even that scenic. It's not scenic. Once you've seen it about a thousand times, it might not be that scenic. That might just be the old commute. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe, like... Sometimes you ain't ready for the things that you should have 
at that point in time in your life. I agree with that to the extent that if you don't have them, then obviously you ain't ready. But you can't sit there and not be ready for 10 years. If you sit there and not be ready for 10 years, then you're just making an excuse trying to look tough. Sorry, but that's just what it is. You either move on, you either learn the lesson and move on, or you stay stuck. And I, I ain't about that. That's why when I'm, like, sometimes when I'm hard on my friends, like, I got groups of friends. I mean, you guys heard it here. Sometimes I'm hard in the sense of, like, I'm like, dude, that was a real genuine, like, that's not, a, that's not okay. You need to, like, level up. You're better than that. Somebody in our lives has to say that. Right now, we're in a situation where I think the common approach to supporting each other is, like, being accepting of, Go ahead. You're going to say something, Steve. Well, because I think we're getting two things confused here. Go ahead. I understand you when you talk in terms of people that want to give me sympathy because I don't need anybody's sympathy. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's pity. That's pity. Yeah. I don't need pity, that. Okay. Not sympathy. That, 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 pity, that, that, not that shit. Keep that shit, dog, because right. I'm okay with what I had to do. Right. What I've done. Right. Compassion. Right. From the person that I love that has my child that can be compassionate. Um, or put themselves. That's that's something different that I I would hope I'd get. I'm not gonna live or die without it. Well, but I'm hoping that I'm gonna get compassion not only from the person that I'm invested in, but the people that are close to me. Right. Because com- the compassion that I've gotten from the people that I really trust, like the Estevans or Jason or Juan, the their compassion was what saved my life, which made me work harder and come up. But the pity. Right. I don't, want, I don't want anybody's pity. I agree with yeah. you on pity. Pity is a superiority thing. Like pity is like, I'm looking down at you. That, and you know what? I'll tell you something. Buddhists have this thing called near evils. They're called near evils. And what they are, are they're things that at the surface seem like a good thing, like pity. You can almost see like, oh, that's a, like a kind of a compassion. Mm-hmm. But if you really get to it, it's actually a superiority thing because you're looking down on somebody else and yeah. pitying them down there. Now with that, Danny, I agree with you. I don't need that. Yeah. But it's hard, like, to to distinguish that when your family is like that. Like, your family carries you like you're an egg. And, like, at any given moment, you could go, just go, you know? I agree with that, too. I agree with what you're saying. That's that's majority of my family. They all look at me like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Watch out. <laughs> you know, take over. I'm like, god damn, like. Right, so on that level, okay, now I see what you're saying. Now I can understand your experience. What you're saying is, is like, look, my family's still treating me like I'm fragile. To this day. To this day. So right now. And so I'd rather be treated like a moment. human being. Have you had any episodes that would cause them to, to think like that? Yeah, of course. Like, the respect thing. Like, the respect thing from when I was, I was gone to college, you know? <laughs> like, that's the same thing, like it carried over like when i was enlisted and then when i went away like that shit just carries over like that should be a known thing and so like when you come home and motherfuckers are being disrespectful and like my parent like i've had issues where my parents have told me to address my brother who doesn't have like that form of respect because he wasn't raised in the era that i was raised he wasn't raised where we didn't where we fought for everything and like my dad and my mom and I was raised by my grandparents with them, like just trying to make it work. We're eating AM PM for, for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't know that. So the form of respect and the form of gratitude is totally different. Right. 
And so sometimes when they would tell me shit, I would just get on him. And, like, I, w- I would go to try to fuck him up. Like, I was like, come out here. I'm in a cast, but I'm going to fuck you up right now. I'm going to work you. you. I'm going to hug you after. I'm going to love you, but mm-hmm. know that you cannot be this person because I don't agree with this person. I don't agree with the way that you're treating my mom and dad. Like, right. You know, like, this form of respect is, like, it's. It's I, I get double-edged that. Sword. I understand that. It's a yeah. double-edged sword. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, talk ain't gonna help somebody like that. No, they're gonna have to physically receive something. Yeah, it might open up their mind a little bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pick you up. I'm right, not I, stomp- love, I love, I love. I'm doing this out of I'm, love. I'm not gonna stomp your ass right. out like I would the next motherfucker. But right. I'm gonna pick you up. We're gonna go eat after. I might get you some ice cream and some ibuprofen. Yeah. Right, you're <laughs> trying to help this person. I, not hurt this I mean? person. Like, right. I've, been, I've been there. Like even when I was in the joint, like. Some motherfucker acted up. I worked his ass. I right. gave him some soups. I gave him some ibuprofen. I say, hey, here it is. Like, this is what it is. Next day, we're walking laps on the yard. All right, no problems. All right. But it kind of goes back to what Lucky was saying earlier. But let me ask you this. Like, we, so you said you were in the joint. What did you go to the joint for? What would they say? What did they accuse you of? Uh, allegedly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, allegedly. <laughs> no, aggravated robbery. So like, uh, I don't even like. It's just crazy. Like, you come from a place, and then you have nobody to identify with, right? Right. So is that coming out of coming Iraq. from the war? Coming yeah, from Iraq. Coming from Iraq. You're 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 like on your own out here. I'm on my own. Like you don't identify with nobody. You you can't even like. The only people you really could identify with is with people that that are just like have seen killers. action. Did like they you. try right, to give right, you right. like some bullshit job interviews where you're like, "How am I going to become a copier for Xerox?" That's just some, uh, no way. I could, I was just fucking in a fucking. They do war. like these job fairs and all this bullshit, and you're just like, <laughs> right. "The fuck is this?" They're job like, fair. You're like in the middle of getting struck up. My hands are done. My neck's done. I'm like, right, right. I'm showing them to formation. I got head tattoos, and they're just like four day formation. They do a safety brief, and they're like. Me and the the sergeant major are cool. He knows me. I'm like they. I'm the golden child of the military at this point, yeah. you know. And they're like, so I was like, come up, report. And I run up to the front. I'm like, get up to the front, fucking about face. And they're like, sergeant major's like, listen to me. It would behoove you to not be out in the city gang banging like Sergeant Salazar. <laughs> Do you understand me? Yes, sergeant major. Right, and I'm in the fucking front, and they're just like have me about face, showing everybody my LA tattoo on the back of my head, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just like this motherfucker, and I lost it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Yeah, but so like at the job fair or wherever, were they? Were, what were they trying to get you a job? Were, was anyone trying to get you a job in something that you knew? You're like, I can't do that. Nah, like they had a bunch of lame ass jobs. I tried to get a job at the fucking marshal, air marshal. I was like. Bro, I'd be perfect at the air marshal. Yeah. Somebody, they would never think it would be me. Right. Oh, fuck somebody up if they try to do something stupid on a plane. And what happened? What'd and they, they were say? like, oh, you don't look like the comment. They didn't want me to have tattoos and all this other shit. They wanted me to look like some straight edge fucking guy that looked like jack dick and doe like right, dude right, dan right. is making sense. Like you would, you would look at Danny and the last thing you would think he was was an air marshal. And he yeah. would be able to fucking fuck He'd some dudes up. He'd be a good air marshal. He'd be the yeah. best. He probably might have saved some of those planes that crashed into the That's buildings, That's what I right? fucking told them, Are motherfuckers. You cr- absolutely. Mm. 
Absolutely. The arms, some motherfuckers getting crazy with a tennis shoe bomb, yeah. right? Hey, um, Danny says he needs to take a piss. Go ahead, take a piss. We'll fucking right. hold the fort down, dude. We got some fucking shit. Come on. Hey, you guys. By the way, while Danny's out there, I don't even want to bother him with this shit. But my, uh, so my wife, she's like a vegan, right? And so she, fucking. She's got this whole thing about um, Christmas dinners. I got a piss too, so keep on talking. All right. Well, let me talk. So, Sean. Yeah. All right. Are we good? I'm sorry. Can I apologize now, or is it too late? Yeah, you can apologize. All right. I mean, I hope you understand that. Like, I, I part of it really was out of like love for you and the show, like the show. Um. Yeah. No. Come on. Tell me why. No. Um. You don't believe entirely all of that. I know you don't. You oh, just, I, know, I know it's for the show. Go ahead. But you don't think I love you? Oh, yeah. I know, I know you love me. But you think it was mostly show and not as much about the thing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll leave with that. The, um, the, uh, so my wife said, you know, she's vegan, whatever. And she was talking about this thing about um, uh, how, like, if you go over to a non-vegan's house and it's christmas they fuck with you because you're vegan your family all that shit you're not gonna eat meat and da 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 da. so she sent me this video now this video has nothing to do with being vegan but i was like do you know what this is gonna be perfect for the show because it's these black ladies i don't know have you seen it it's like it's old it's 2016 these black ladies singing i don't want nobody fucking with me Hmm. let me let me play this for you What do you think about me trying to make some sound cuts out of that? Like, because we're going to have tons of stories where people are like, you know, this dude was fucking with me. And I could probably probably play something like this. (laughs) What do you think of that? Do you like that or you don't like that? Uh, I don't know. I have a real opinion on it. Actually, don't. Actually, don't like it. You don't like that? What about this? Just like, what about this? I feel like, I feel like if it's probably one of those things that like the more I hear it, the funnier it gets. Like it grows on you? Dude, dude, what do you think about this uh, this song with these black ladies? Now, when you see the image of these black ladies, they're like church ladies, right? They're all older and shit like that. And then here's the song, Steve. You, you oh. give me your... Your opinion on this? <laughs> what do you think of that, Steve? Uh, not so much. You don't have time for that shit? I ain't got time for that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. He's gonna... You don't like that? No, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got good... You got good sound bites. That thing doesn't even... 
Yeah, yeah, you put the bar up too high. You gotta come with the. You know what? Shit. No other group makes shit like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, mm. the, I never hear I'll search, Asian I'll Americans. I'll search for you. I never hear Asian Americans singing in harmony something like this. No, none. I never hear Irish people singing that. I don't hear. I've never heard. I mean, maybe some Latin Americans sing that. Um, no. No? Uh, no. You're talking about some barbershop quintet shit? I mean, it's like there's three black ladies from church, and they're like all someone's grandma, and they just going off, just making it. Ain't no selling that pussy on the corner. In the name <laughs> of the Lord. Yeah. So. Uh, Maybe that's part uh, of that wait, new wait, Kanye wait, West shit. So you're back, okay? You're back from these tours. You're completely feel isolated. You are isolated. You, I, obviously, I would think you start to isolate. You're moving further and further away from society and life. Is that true? Yeah. You're so becoming. They, so they, like, give you. So I had tons of issues, right? So they would just give me tons of meds. Like, I literally had my Vans backpack, right? Mm -hmm. Checkered Vans backpack, and I would mob around that motherfucker. And I would just have tons of pills. Psych pills, fucking migraine pills, fucking pain pills like all these pills all fucking in the one boy they just get you matted up yes i'm zombied out zombied out that's really what they want right they want you to just be zombie well i think most of it is because they don't know what the fuck to do with you Uh, so wait a second did they did they pay for that medical shit did you have to pay for it no i was in at that time so they paid for everything and are you getting a check at the same time? Yeah. Okay. This so shit is called a practice for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, they're practicing. Medical practice? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, right. It's they're called just, practice for a reason. They're just throwing like, shit at a wall. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're trying to figure it out as they go still. Like, they have all these books and all this shit is, like, just a pathway, a general knowledge of where to go and try to look for so that you could figure it out. But these motherfuckers are literally practicing on you. And in the military, it's that much more. Right, because they, they got your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So then you're running around, zombied out with the pills. Uh, you're trying to get in an air marshal. They're like, no, you got tattoos, which is kind of stupid to me. And then at some point, you're like, I got to make money? No, not even. Like, what, what happened? I was getting paid, and I just, I think it was just like... I was the golden child. Like I could, they would call me. Like they'd be like, "Oh, here, come on, Salazar, let's go do this. Let's go do that." Anytime we had an issue, bam, let's go. Come on, Salazar. I'll be like, "All right, fuck it, let's go." So we'd go, and I would handle shit all the time. And then from being that to being nobody, you know what I mean? You go, yeah. you go from being the person that's called on twenty four seven to being somebody that's a number. Ooh. So so once in one setting you're needed, in another setting it's like you don't even exist. Exactly. So then when you get that sense of void and that sense of like lack of purpose, is that when you decide to get aggravated and start getting aggravated? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is, did you turn to uh, maybe making different decisions because of that? Maybe leaning on the yeah. a little bit? I don't know. Like, there's so many thing, factors in that time in my life that... <laughs> that like played a role, you know, between meds, between like telling everybody I was fine when I wasn't. Right. Between like isolation, like isolating myself, 
the only people that I could comprehend life with were with people that were in that place that were like killing shit. You know what I mean? Right. Did you find that like a, a, a group of people that you could hang out with that were that? No, because I never trusted nobody. No, he's saying that only the people that. That's he, what I'm saying is like, did you did you find a clique that you that of, of these people that you could? Because Steve, nah. you know what Steve was saying, dude. Big Lux was saying like. We have a show that's called Anything You Ever Wanted to Know About Armed Robbery But We're Afraid to Ask, which if you haven't listened to that, you should listen to that because it's fucking great. But <clears throat> in that, Steve admits, which, I, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot of dudes who had to be down and had to, you know, face some punishments or whatever. Very few will admit that they enjoyed crime. Like, they, they don't admit it. And Steve was like, man, I got to tell you, it's exciting. Like, it's exciting. He's like, I like to come in with a big piece of chrome. Right, Steve? Like, and yeah, you were like, you're, you're, absolutely, jump absolutely. up on the counter, right? Absolutely, being addicted to doing robberies and shit is addictive. There's an adrenaline rush. There's each time you do it, your courage goes up and you believe you're unstoppable a little bit. And the more, at least for me, and the, the next lick that you did that you got away with, the ante goes up and you start to believe your own hype, kind of. Right, you know, because um, who's going to contagious, tell and it's all like you start to get off on the thing. You start believing this story you're telling yourself that you're unstoppable, and you can get and you can do anything. Yeah, and you exactly, start Did raising that up to you. Yeah, Danny? imagine that with a grenade, though. Like you get with a grenade, and you're just like. Ain't nobody fucking with me. Wait a minute, did you? Like what? Wait, wait, wait. What are you busting at? A nine millimeter? Right, 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 right. You're like, I'm here for a reason. I eat that for breakfast, motherfucker. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So are you saying that you were accused allegedly, whatever, but one of the things that you did in aggravated robbery was with a grenade? No, 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 no. I'm saying after a grenade, who's going to say some shit to you? Right. Right, right, right. Like you come into regular society and like, I don't tell my story very often, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until like I feel comfortable or you start questioning me and start asking me things. Yeah. Then I'll divulge some information right. just enough to where it puts everything in perspective of who the fuck I am. Right. You know? Yeah. That's how I put things. Like I'm not the one to sit there and divulge information to to check you. Right. I'm the one that divulges the information to let you know who the fuck you're sitting next to at that point in time. Like, not for any other reason, but that, like, I, I'm truly, like, my biggest fault is always giving too much. Giving too much But at the point, like, for everything in life, like, I always want everybody to win. Right. But the moment that you fuck me over is going to be the moment you realize somebody else is in there. Let me ask you a question. So, so we're we're getting to the to to that to that place, and the question is this: What did they allegedly say you aggravated? What what kind of a thing was it? A store? Was it a car dealership? What did no, you? It was run? a bank. A bank. Everybody's wow. dream, right? I mean, did those you come guys. Up? Did you come up? Did you allegedly get some cash? Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. Wait a second. Because, like, what year allegedly did they say you did this? It was like 2010. Then they. I gotta believe because this is one of the things I always want to know. In 2010, and is this in the state of Colorado or? Yeah. Okay. And I gotta believe because I always think about this. I'm like, you know, in the old days, it seems like you could rob a bank. And then I was, we've done a lot of research on the North Hollywood shootings, which is gonna be another show that's coming up. Yeah. Right. And even then, that was in the 90s, and 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 even then, they were still a little soft. I gotta believe uh, robbing a bank in 2010. 
ain't that easy. Yeah. No, of course not. So what do you got to do? Everything's got cameras. Everybody's got a position. Everybody's, you know, like put it this way. When the feds came and got me. Yeah. They put me in the back seat. Yeah. And they said, Danny, you don't got to say nothing. <laughs> but check this out. We knew somebody was a part of this that was like you. Military. Yeah. Right. He goes, I knew it. He goes, nothing goes off without a hitch unless somebody knows what the fuck they're doing. Right. Did it go off without a hitch? Yeah. Everything went to plan. Everything went hit. It's How much planning was there put into it? Allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, everything's allegedly. Well, he did time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, you know, there's... How much time did you was the planning done? How how long? Because Steve says in his, some of his things that legit there was like a yellow legal pad with a marker and they, people knew what time to be at where and where to be at and what so time. Nice. Yeah, did you have that? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, we talked to that guy Riley Martin who um, he actually kidnapped uh, and filmed uh, Joe Francis, the guy, the 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 un, the. Yeah, exactly. And he had flash grenades and all this other shit, and he got busted for that. So he talked about the whole thing. So allegedly there yeah, he was... He had like a team of guys yeah, with ski masks, and right. they were like handling shit. Right. So allegedly, right, yeah, was, um, did you, did, was the bank selected because it was close to a freeway? Like, what so was, at that point in time, I got my girlfriend a job there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a genius. What? You're a genius. That's genius. All right. Okay. So, okay. so I knew people, and then I got her a job, and literally everything that happened was never about money. What was it about? It was just knowing that they fucked up and lost something, you know? like. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. Who lost something? Because the way that they treat you on the way out, when you're somebody that's special, and they know you by first name, and you, you are the fucking man, like... You're the main go-to guy, and you're going to take care of everything. Right. And then after that, you get fucked up, bam, you're gone. Like, who are you? Did the, did the bank have America in the title of the name? No. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, this is interesting because what, what I think what Danny's saying is, like, they've, not only did they make Danny risk his life, which he gladly did, he, he did it, but they also turned him and relied on him. And then when he came back, they didn't, re- they didn't reward him or say, you're worth something to us because... You did all this shit and you have these skills. And so as a result, there was kind of a, a revenge factor to the robbery, right? Yeah, it's like a disregard. Like they disregarded right, everything right. that you did. Like And you made the feds take notice of who you were. Yeah, that's for sure. Damn. Mm. That's mm. interesting. Yeah, that it was crazy because like the shit you learn through things like this is like like on a whole nother level. Like I I went me and my ex wife, we had our son, right? Yeah. In that time and then I would come home and visit. She had moved home. We had our issues. We weren't really together. And she told me, I don't want any of the bitches that you're fucking with around our kid. Right. All right, whatever, whatever. I just, you know, shoo her off. So then she, all of a sudden, I'm in Red Robin, in the mall, right? And fucking, she calls me and she's like, hey, why did I get a text message of you in the booth with our son and some fucking bitch? So they're flipping my whole life upside down. They're trying to figure out everything. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're following me. They think that I have some information. They think that I gave some information to any woman that I was with. 
And at that time, I was with other women, right? They so they is, called those other women, told them about the other women I was with. Then when that didn't work, they called those women's wives and told them that I was beating them and I was doing these Wait, crazy... the feds yeah. were doing this? Yeah. In order to put pressure on you to talk? No, pressure on them thinking they had information, thinking that they would divulge it if they... Got it. ...and got pissed off. They mm. thought that they knew... Damn. They knew information and they were trying to piss off the girls in your life in order to get them to turn on you. Yeah. But they, you didn't say anything to anybody, so no. they didn't have shit. They didn't have shit. So how the fuck did they finally get you? So some stupid motherfucker decides, oh... I could fucking go do this on my own, right? Mm. It doesn't work out that way. <sighs> Goes somewhere else, does the same shit, starts shooting, starts all this shit happening. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Bam, they get busted. Oh, well, this DNA max in this. He tried so to lighten his sense. Oh, 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 oh. So then it goes to there and there, and you know the story after that. Yeah. So they got so so allegedly whatever somebody tried to lighten their sense, sentence or help out because they fucked up on their own and they fucking basically turned on you. Couple, that's yeah. fucked up. That is fucked up. Let me ask you a question: Was there any Man. dye packs in the in the in the cash that you grabbed, or did anything like that ever blow? Because like that's how they got the North Hollywood shooter. Yeah, I think think maybe there might be. I don't know. <laughs> Now, <laughs> ale- now listen. I, so I don't, the, hypothetically, ahead. hypothetically, I don't know. How so to, over they they allege that we got over a hundred thousand. Right. My my question, I guess, is how do you? Um, is there ever? How do I ask this? Did you ever squirrel away any Christmas presents that you might open up later? Listen. It took no. Wait, it, it, listen. When all this shit was happening, yeah, I was banking at at the bank that that happened, right? Yeah. So I was going back to the bank, redepositing had, that, redepositing, readministrating, redoing everything, <laughs> and they the the detective had to come to me and like, listen, Daniel, I know you are under investigation and nothing has been prosecuted, but. Can you please not go to the bank that they say that this all happened? At? Right, but for you, I'm it like, wasn't... hey, I'm doing, I'm doing my transactions. Like this has nothing to do with nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, they, but, they, but but for you, it really I gave wasn't... them a hard time. They were, they were. It was like it would literally like to catch me if you can. Right, I was right, in Puerto right. Rico for a month. I was in Hawaii for a month. They were like, right, following right, me right, they're right, like, right. you're making them work for them. Hey, they they were like, I cannot figure this out. Like, what? Nothing's coming up. Nobody's in nobody's name. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, I don't know what's happening. So part of it was making an example of them and saying to them, like, look, fuck you. Yeah. I fucking did all this shit. I come back. I got no support. I'm a no. And so you know what? I'm gonna take these skills and make you authorities, you authorities, work your fucking ass off to get me. Is that about right? Yeah. Like these people don't even comprehend who I am still to this day. Like if if they knew that, they would try to secure me to their life and and the, the work that they do because there's not a place that I go into. There's not a my life that I live that doesn't isn't stuck there right so imagine somebody that walks in every area that you can imagine and and knows everything about it right can assess the whole fucking thing yeah it's it hurts like 
to to live like that yeah it takes so much out of you that you don't even comprehend like coming in this area coming in the hotel coming in mayfair like all these things start getting calculated in my head without anything happening what's ca- what's calculating though like what are you calculating like the worst things <laughs> like that's yeah, the where's thing. the like, exit door like, yeah, how many what, floors where you know what i mean like the exit door like Things that are around us, things that could be used, things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, who's that guy? Yeah. And what's that over there? And is the lighting too low? And can they have why is a he view breath- over here? Why is he breathing like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, I would imagine. Every but single thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have friends crazy. in a lot of places that sit there and I've sat and had conversations and they've even said it. Like, Danny, like, I wouldn't be surprised if one day they try to come secure you. <laughs> Right, because because not only can you, so you're taking all the sins. Don't so do any meth, no. right? <laughs> because things may go very bad. Right. Never. No, a drink, a couple drinks here and there. Just don't. So, okay, let me ask you this then, because then at some point you get pinched, right? They pinch you. Yeah. All right. Then did you do a trial or did you take a deal? No, I had to take a deal. Are they now? Were they convicting you or were? The charges that were brought against you for one bank robbing? Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Did the, did the feds, after after you got out, did they come visit you at all? No, like, I literally feel like they haven't let go of me because there's information that they wish they could have that they can't. And only I know. Oh, I love this shit. Yeah, and at the same time, you've served time for... They got the conviction. You did the time, so these people have to be very careful on what, how they even come at you, have any contact with like, you. Like you've been tried and the, the craziest thing is like when I went in. Yeah. Their assessment of me. What do you mean? Because, like, there's there's people that are dangerous because physically, right? Yeah. And like then Steve. there's people that are physically dangerous because they know that they can make something happen on a different level. Mm-hmm. Right, like you mean like like the kind of person that could like take a look at a credit card machine and see a power cable there, <laughs> and fucking improvise that shit on a, on a New York minute. Like you could probably like so in so in so you did time in the Fed federal penitentiary, right? So like this guy might plan an escape, might up, uh, he could up start make, a riot. Listen, he listen, could make an like, IED out of a fucking when, uh, when shoe I was leather. when yeah. I was not here. There was things that I was doing that nobody even knew, and that they didn't they didn't even realize that I was doing while I was like doing them mm-hmm. in front of their face mm-hmm. right so you know like that was something that they had to assess at that time that put me at a level that was higher security yeah, level. higher security so level, did they you know move I mean? so did they keep you isolated in the fed for a little bit and then and then did you move around in the fed like were you with some old mobsters or anything like that i was with a lot of lifers They'd be like, this guy could potentially be a liability. Right. We're yeah. not going to allow that to happen. Exactly. Right. That's how it goes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they see that how your ability to interact with people could be a problem. They, plus, they see your jacket, man. They're yeah. looking. They know you're military. They know this and that. They're like, this dude, bro, they don't, they don't we got to keep this guy under real 
watching. You they know? don't need Danny creating his own platoon exactly. in the federal penitentiary, well, exactly. right? Or but Danny's looking at all the weak spots everywhere, planning out right. how they're going to fucking Danny overtake the prison. He's going to blow a hole because, in the fucking wall hey, with the But think about it. Like, when you're in prison, you're allowing them to do that. What do you Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Because mean? at any given point, those motherfuckers that know on a big yard know they can at take any given point, that yard is my yard. Right. You can take the, never the power yard. could flip. Mm. Yeah, man. I what, mean, do you, what do you mean? That yard it's isn't the, your yard. Yeah, that's it's not your, the COs on big high-level prisons. No, that ain't their prison. It's the inmates' prison. We allow and you. And while the inmates let it happen, listen, man, they, they've understood. That's why you have COs on higher levels that they treat those those the inmates with respect. Right. All they got is a is a stick and a panic button. They might have a little mace, but by the time they go to reach for any of that, they're dead. They dead. have a gunner up top. It's going to take him a couple minutes to start getting rounds off. To just figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. And that's so, if you're outside. Right. Right. And so that's on I mean, listen, on lower level prisons, it's that's why it's trash cuz there's trash running around and nobody's going to bust a grade and these COs do what they want. But on a higher level security, it's the it's the inmates' prison, you know, and and they found that out in places like Calipatria, where there was a bunch of sideways shit going on, and then a bunch of fucking convicts ran up into the fucking program office, started stabbing everybody, oh, killing fucking you know fucking uh, COs and and fucking counselors, you know. But but I, so but some of those like I would think that the most dangerous would be like somebody who's a lifer who it's like what are they gonna do? Give me another life sentence. Bro, I'm gonna make it. Bro, make it very, very clear. Do it on on the on on at least on level four yards where I was at. It was very clear that the CO that's on the ground floor dealing with you, whether he be a captain, whether he be whoever, um, those guys are gonna come at you with respect because they know that you're they're gonna lose their life if they don't. Right. They and if they, you don't get touched there, they know that they'll they have the power to touch you at your house. Right. And your family. Right. So at that level, they're going to be like, you know, we just want to cooperate. We want everything smooth. Let's not have problems here. What can we do? Whatever. And it's all kind of like that because you're there. I mean, dude, COs have gotten killed, man. COs get hits put on their head. I got to think that a guy like Danny is even more dangerous in the sense that like he's assessing the whole place. So he might know where there's some blind corners where like you, something might go down. And they nobody... don't know how to handle a guy like him. Right. I would think they're I like, would... this guy isn't just a criminal. This guy's ex-military. Right. It's like, what do we do with this guy? It's I like, want fucking eyes on this guy at all times. It's like time. sending the punisher to the penitentiary. <laughs> exactly, you just don't know what dude, the fuck's exactly. going to happen. I would imagine. So, but you know what? You were in the feds. I was in the state. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a little different, but uh, you know, you did a federal crime. You got feds there. It's, it's it's uh it's a little different. Uh, I don't know what that's like because I've never been to federal. You know, prison. we had a, we had a guy we have a guy that's a friend of the show named Diablo who did federal time, and uh, he said one of the things that he did was he uh, converted to Judaism because the the the, <laughs> the those meals are bad. better. Did the you do that? Better. Did you do that? No, I just did my native thing. Ah, what oh, you so do? you got action like that? Yeah. So that's I just did my native thing. I used to do my sweat lodges. You get to go out and sweat lodge, right? And, how do they set up the sweat lodge in, in the Fed? Same as I figure everybody else. Like, you mean they they give you like a little because the usually, we get our our nipi, we get they give us the tobacco. Yeah, somebody somebody holds the keys. You know what I mean? You do lodge. You it, it's crazy because it's not just like 
people come in when they want to come in. Like, I've had motherfuckers be like, hey, I want to go to sweat. I'm like, nah, you ain't coming to sweat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I have it on my religion. I go, what did I tell you? <laughs> yeah. like straight up like that shit ain't, I'm not they're fronting yeah like yeah. I'm not playing with you like you're coming out here to smoke tobacco right 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 right. don't try to play me yeah right, right. dude you know what I was just thinking about this the other day actually I was thinking about this last night I was like you know a fucking you wanna know you wanna know some real shit mm. when you have tobacco in an American Indian situation mm. right like when the American Indians we're rolling with tobacco. You got a peace pipe. Mm-hmm. You got a fucking sweat. You got a fucking offering. You give tobacco to to corporations. You get fucking cigarettes. Mm. That explains wow. almost everything to me in terms of a difference in approach. Like you give tobacco the Indians with tobacco. It's a sweat. It's a peace pipe. It's something everybody smokes together. We talk. There's no lies between us. Right. Right. You give it to the to the to the British and the Americans, and it's fucking Philip Marlowe filter tip bullshit. Sold back to you at a high cost with fucking Tax extra fuck shit up. in it to right. fucking whatever. Burn quicker and all. Right, that maybe shit. we can sell it to the Chinese. Fucked everything. Maybe up. we could do three times more sales to Chinese. I heard that tobacco doesn't even cause cancer. It's all the chemicals that they put in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The fuck. That's why I still roll around with fucking cigars and some shit because I'm like fucking. My wife doesn't, you know, she's not down with me doing certain things. I told her. You guys like, all smoke cigars? I do. I fucking do. I know. No, I'll smoke a cigar, but I smoke, right. you know, cigarettes. Next time, I'll Let's bring do you guys it. A, Let's do it. I, got, I just came from, I just came from, um, not Colorado, from Florida. Yeah. I got some seven-year-age Cubanos. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Kill yeah. We'll Kill do that together. Let me tell you something, man. I'm the kind of motherfucker that will smoke a cigar and then roll around and chew on that fucker for eight mm. days straight. Just rolling like that. And then he'll blend it up and put it in his protein drink. Hell drink that yeah. motherfucker. He ain't wasting no tobacco. I love nicotine. I'll be honest, man. I love nicotine in a sense. I love it. I ain't, even try, I ain't even mad at it. But what I was saying, though, is that, so like, okay, so some people were trying to get to the sweat, but just so they could smoke a cigarette or smoke a little bit of tobacco. And you're like, man, that's not what this is about. Yeah. Because I held the keys for them. So like in the time that I was there, I ran like. I ran the sweat, so I knew all the songs. I knew everything. I had his shit laid out, so we we did everything accordingly, right? Right. And so anybody that tried to come in, like, I would confront him. Like, and if you didn't want to fight for it, then that means you didn't really want it. Right. That's you true, really too. about it, yeah. That's right. If what? you didn't step, yeah, then shit. It wasn't that important to you. Keep moving. Right. So where... where uh, when they prosecute you, they prosecute you uh, in Colorado. Yep. And uh, at, at this point in time, where, because you're originally from California, right? Yep. Okay. So you're in Colorado, you get sense. Where do you go? Did you, how many years did they give you? They gave me, so I had psych. The thing that saved me, honestly, is, is psych. Like, because of your condition? Yeah. Okay. So that so that was Psych like a mitigating that, factor. Yeah. yeah, because I was thinking bank robbery, they 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 could give motherfucker at least a dime for that shit. Yeah. Well they gave me he split it. So he in Colorado they could do some crazy shit where they do dime they do you a dime, but mm-hmm. they do five and five. Okay. So they're like, All right, you got five in the joint. And five on probation. And five on probation. But <laughs> everybody that knows five in probation is like 
that's yeah, stretching yeah. you out. That yeah. that's they're, saying they're trying I'm, to get you back. They're trying to get you back, and right. then they get you on a double. Right. So as soon as they get you fucking up anything, yeah, you're booked. You gotta back, give them the rest of the other five. You gotta five. give the other five. So you do the five, and then they do you the ten. But so how, but you. the brain injury. How did yeah, the brain injury? How's that mit- you're ex military with brain injury. How like, did that how did mitigate? That, how did that mitigate? I had doctors in there. Yeah. So right, what did they right. say? They said so two had, and a half. I had like I had a dude that was AW two. Like this motherfucker, he was with me. He like he knew what was going on. He was like, dude, I'm gonna ride with you. I bet you wasn't shit. bucking on the on the sympathy on that situation, were like, you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you're like, bring it. I said, yeah, yeah, come on, man. Said, come on, let's get this. Yeah, hey. yeah, bring them all in. Hey. Find them there in Kansas. We gotta bring them over. Hey, they were on it. Testifying. Yeah, God, I yeah. was like, who? Yeah, so bro. He, so that's the, good. Hey, yeah. If I didn't have that, I promise you, I was bugged. You were booked. I was yeah. Booked. Yeah. They were gonna hold you for a yeah. minute. Yeah. So so then they ended up saying, Okay, we're gonna view open. Open Were you the, like talking to yourself in the courtroom and shit? Nah, like putting a little more on it? The the whole time my mom, she didn't know shit. I was just like doing my thing, mm-hmm. paying my shit, paying my lawyers, paying mm-hmm. everything, doing all my thing, and she came out on sentencing day, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like my lawyer was like, Oh yeah, we're doing pretty good, I think since we got down from 60 some years damn damn well you know how it goes like, yeah yeah start when, when they book you they're they're like you're, if you you're done if, if you cross the street without a fucking permit at that yeah, time yeah, you're yeah. getting right. a fucking jaywalking right like right. everything just loaded up right, right. 60 some years set the anchor point high right. yeah right. so they ended up booking me zero to 11 and i was like fuck it if i got 11 then i'm still straight like mm-hmm. I'll still see daylight. Right. Let's do it. So we go out there, and then they ask for the final, like, readings and people to talk on your behalf and this and that. And the doctor, I get the doctors out there. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers got to come. I don't care. I'll pay yeah, you. Like, yeah, 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 is. yeah, yeah. Get out there. So they all talk, speak on my behalf, and he's like, all right, I'm giving you five piece with another five on the end. So it's ten. So if you fuck up in that minimal stance like you're booked again right i was like you'll oh. give us the whole dime yeah right so i did it came Damn. out here i still love off of off of, off of a bank heist that yeah. they got you on Damn. yeah but the dude did a lot for the country and all that shit i I, mean, I agree right but it's still action right no for sure but so so then right I would have been talking to myself in the courtroom. Because we had a guy. I would have been like hitting flies. <laughs> hey. over there. I, been crazy. Hey, I was dressed up and it was crazy because my wife was there. My mom was there. Everybody was there. And they were like, dude, I was like, my lawyer was like, I just gave this motherfucker a box of Cohibas. Uh-huh. You know, Cohibas ain't even legal in this motherfucker, right? Yeah. So I give him a box of Cohibas at this time. He goes... And he says, oh, I uh, sat and had some words and we smoked some Cohibas. And this guy says, well, I'm really glad these aren't real Cohibas because these are illegal. And I can't do nothing illegal, right? Mm-hmm. He says, you're right about that. While they're sitting in the chambers smoking. Them. Right. Yeah. And he says, yeah. all right, I got you. That was the last thing this motherfucker told me. I, right before that fucking day, 
was so, that was the right move. That was the right move. That was yeah. that was like hitting all the points on. That, I would have been that there box, telling the judge, calling the judge was, captain and shit like hey, that. The, like, oh, the, the, the box of Cohibas was like five grand, ten grand. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. It, you I, yeah. I, you got to read between the lines, and you did, and, yeah, and then it, yeah. that's how hey, it's supposed absolutely. to go. The, you said the, the crazy right thing. thing is the system how it works. It's yeah. like, hey, give me this one, I'm gonna give you that one. Yeah. That is how uh, the system. Hell yeah! What you talking about? That's how it works. It's you know all about what? Relationships, you know what? Dude. I would have been. I would have been making noises like a duck. I would have been sitting there like. Quack, oh yeah. Quack. I would have yeah, been staring yeah, at yeah, the wall. Yeah. I would have saluted I, I, like a midget. I would have been like. Hey, my, I would have okay. been calling my representation. What you say, soldier? <laughs> I would have made a noise, and then when the judge hit the gavel, I would have jumped on the ground. Yeah, and like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I would have been like. Incoming. <laughs> <laughs> I would have played it up all. Oh over. yeah, bro. No, dude, listen. The whole thing is 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 it's true what you say. It's a hundred percent correct what you're saying, which is that the system works like this. There's a bunch of stated rules, and to a certain extent, they try to enforce all those. And then there's all this unspoken shit that's the yeah. real law, and you gotta be able to figure out how to navigate all that so that people's hypocrisies and all this other bullshit don't get ticked off too much, and then they get a little extra than what they're entitled to. That is 100% correct. That is how, but you know what? That's every system. It, it was St. Paul who said, the minute that a law is created, you create the desire to break that law. That's just the way it is. And then some people gotta do fucking time, and some people, they don't ever see justice. Yeah. This is why and, I hate hey, my he was he was tripping too because he was like, Danny, like, you ain't never done nothing in your life on record, and then you go to this. <laughs> that should no, but that yeah. should tell him something. Right, that should actually so, tell him something. Like, it speaks loud, you know. That does, and I'm sure that, that the people that, that were coming nation, in on them, right, right, like, that's absolutely. To the nation. But absolutely, and then on the back, I'm sure that whoever came in on your behalf of like your service. Your duty was like this dude's like an all-star soldier. He saved like, lives. This guy was like, yeah, that that, that played a this part. This guy had yeah. shrapnel in his eye. Yeah, bro, and he like, was like uh, putting a, a cold compress on a guy's fucking right, artery. Dude, they, you know, all we that. had to convince so like, him to like get help because he wanted to go back and kill those yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, like man, all that man. But this is just true facts. And then and then you we know? sent him to a job fair, uh, and, and and like people were looking, were tripping on his tattoos. Got discriminated yeah. against. Hey, dude, how from do you air like, marshal? Like, what the fuck? Like, right. I mean, dude, I bet I'm you doing. I'm saying, <laughs> let's do something good. Right. I'll whack somebody. I'll take somebody out. Right. I'll do whatever the fuck it needs right. to happen <laughs> at that point in place and time. You don't right. have to think twice. I'll whack a couple dudes. Not, yeah, you know but he's, got a, he's got a proven, he's got like, a proven track record. Right. Like, he's not right. even talking big. But he's not I, even a cop. I know, who's never fired I know his how gun. to adjust it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, if this guy were, hey, I can gaffle like, somebody up. Kind of like, uh, uh, what's the movie, the fucking new De Niro movie? Which one? The new one. Irishman. Irishman. I like Irishman. If this guy ran into the mob, they'd have made him a hitman. Oh, absolutely. Right? I, dude, he would have been on an airplane. He could have fucking been taking that thing that's supposed to help you breathe and just choked a motherfucker <laughs> out. With that's, it. A, that's another episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's another episode. Danny the Air Marshal probably would have saved a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. Collections. None of this. And you know what Danny wouldn't have put up with either? None of these fucking... Uh, Comfort animals that aren't real comfort animals. You know what I mean? Like people with yeah, their comfort alligators yeah, yeah, and their yeah, comfort yeah, yeah. giraffes on the yeah, fucking plane. Yeah. Right. This is my comfort slug. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, dude. Man. Okay. So, but, but dude, when you were talking about like you can walk and assess everything, what's it like being cooped up and having that ability? I, I got to believe that's got to drive you nuts a little bit. Yeah. 
It does. Like oh. when you you're you're all there, you're alone. Like the first portion of my time was solitary. They were like they they were really scared of me. Like right. which was really crazy is because they were like, This guy is so manipulative. Like he'll right. fucking infiltrate. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. that was their warning of me. Like right. yeah. I will infiltrate, I will fucking adjust, I will overcome and I'll fucking take your shit over. Yeah. Yeah. I love But that. that's that's what I've been trained to do. Like mm-hmm. this is like People understand what they were born for in life yeah. and get it when they're there in that moment in time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That motherfucking artist, that one stroke and point in time in his life, yeah. he says, this is what I was meant to do, right? Picasso probably said that shit. <laughs> That's where I was. Right. That was your art. Yeah. Like, that was... That was your purpose. I, I was a fucking kid in high school that fucking signed up for some crazy shit that nobody in my family had ever fucking told me like let's be patriotic let's fucking do, 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 do. right no and that moment came and then that moment in the dark when i was there at two in the morning sitting there crawling up on somebody's chest yeah. when they didn't know yeah we're like i was born set, for this shit that's what set the motherfucker in concrete Dude, yeah, that, you know, soldier. do you understand who I was a born soldier? Do you heart. understand? I think he might even be beyond soldier. You know who you know, do you understand that we're talking to the Picasso of war right now? <laughs> the fucking Picasso you know of what? war. I'm wondering if if you really like, you know, how we live different lives, you know, the soul goes through different yeah. incarnations. Yeah. What if you just what if you were just a soldier in every life? Dude I feel like, you know, like, like to be honest, God honest truth, like I think this is this is what I was supposed to die, die doing. You know? So let me ask you a question. The hard part is sitting here not living it. Yeah. So like, how do you live a life that, <laughs> that wasn't meant for you to be a regular person when everybody around you complains about coffee and cigarettes? Hey, dude, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. That's that's how you know that life's a cold bitch. That's how you know because you could be good at what you do. You can get rewarded for what you do. Great. You, you could have your purpose, and even life will throw you a curveball where it's like, well, you don't get to do that anymore, and you still got to live, and guess what? You got kids, and you got shit to do still, right? Kind of like the cow that they fucking moved his shit over to the side, and you don't get to fuck no more. I'm just saying, life's a cold bitch, because no matter how good you are at what you do, it can throw you a curveball, and you're gonna you are either gonna step up to that challenge, or you're gonna pretend like it didn't happen. Nah, that's why now I just look at everything as conquering. Like, my I got four kids, right? So I guarantee you they're gonna have everything they want, right? Yeah, you and just when gotta you hear me. I say guarantee, right? Because I don't I don't play that shit. Like, right? They're gonna have everything that I believe that they deserve, no matter what the fuck is going on. Fuck, I love that. I love it. That's what happens when you have a warrior for a father, dude. That's what happens. Let me ask you a question. Like, you... You know what he just said? You know what he just said? What did he say? Can I put this in terms betterly, better, a little more? Yeah. This is what he just said. Say it. He just said, right now, basically, in oh so many words, before I fail, I'm going to take every risk possible. Is that right? Yeah. 
before he fails, he's going to take every risk But you risk know what? Possible. But what he also, I'm going to add one to that. Mm. He's going to do all that, but he's not doing it for himself. Mm. He's doing it for his kids. That's, that's, that's another, that's another level. It's, but, but not even that. Even my, my biggest fault is my wife tells me 24 seven that my biggest fault is every, is wanting to see everybody win. That's not a fault. That's a power. Because not everybody, the problem that she sees it as a fault is because not everybody wants to see you win as much as you want to see them win. Yeah. I don't know. It's dude. the truth because we've had people in our circle that at the point in time, they want to see themselves win so bad that they forget about everybody uh, else. That and then the other, the other reality is the truth is not everybody's built to win. Not everybody's going to win. No, I mean that's that's just the truth. That is the truth. Let me ask you a question: Are you going to allow your children to join the military if they want to? Yeah, if they want to do it, that's up to them. Awesome, that's interesting. Because sometimes, because sometimes we get dudes in 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 our in our talks where they they're still loyal to the neighborhood and they're down for the neighborhood, but then when it comes to their kids, they're like, "I don't want that life." Oh hell no! Right? Yeah. But 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 what's the biggest hood you've ever seen? <laughs> right. The biggest hood you ever look at every day and on the news, what are you seeing? This hood. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. hundred uh, percent. United States that's is the, the biggest, 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 biggest That's the biggest hood, hood. you, you could ever what? see. Is it, that's why USA. they that's why they win. That because it's yeah. bigger. Yeah. And they, you can talk everybody can talk a lot of shit. United States is a mob. Absolutely. Huh? Listen, every government's a mob. Every government's a mob, and you know what? Here's the deal. Every government's a mob, and part of their legitimacy or rule, if they're going to try to be legitimate, is like, well, we're going to be a fair mob. Not totally fair, but we're going to be a fair mob up to a point. But every government's a mob. Make no mistake. Russia, China, France, England, fucking, I don't give a shit, Barbados, the Philippines, it's all a mob. Yeah. They start out taking 5%, I, I, and then I what wanna, happens? I, I wanna, we're up to 25%. Yeah. I want to talk. I want to yeah. just kind of re-bring this back 33 around. 33 and the third. Right. I, I want to re-bring this back around to something. And there's a term, and it's slipping my mind, and uh, maybe you know what Go it ahead. is. And I'm going to tell how this relates back to some things that Danny's doing today. Okay, you know how we talked about how there's no solutions or people trying to help you uh, really any programs that are really working to help you get back re-entered into society, okay? They might have some shit set up, but it ain't helping you. They don't know what the fuck you're talking about, okay? The same thing with prison, okay? When you're getting out. They used to have these these programs, and these programs, the people they have teaching and the people that they have doing this... Yeah. um, Read a textbook. Read a textbook. They were never in prison. Right. So they're trying to help these people, but they don't understand where these people have been. They haven't had the experience, which now we're starting to see that it's guys coming out of prison that have changed their life, right. that are working with other prisoners. And there's a name for it. I just can't think of it. There's Listen, I know exactly what you're talking about because in the military, I met this motherfucker. His name was Pepe, and it was called Vets Helping Vets. Right. Well, it's there's the same the, same it's thing. Like a recidivism. It's a re. It's like a, a prison. It's a reform. I forget what the name of it is, but it's 
inmates finally being able to help other inmates yeah. because they can relate to them. Yeah, and you so, assimilate with it. Right, man, because you know, you're not going to have some college degree professor or somebody come in and try and, because you're just on a disconnect. They haven't been through what you've been through. But now they're starting to see that happen. And what I'm saying to you is we're all clear on, like, the problem because you partly suffer in part from that problem. You're partly a victim of a lot of that problem. And I want to know... Because you had mentioned to me that you're now working with guys to help them deal with PTSD and different types of things. You go places, you help them. Like, is that becoming something that's a larger, growing thing? Are you going into that field more? Is there a space for you to give back? Do you have a desire to do that? Do you see your value in being able to help this process of soldiers coming home? Yeah, of course, because... At some point in time, I had this dude. He was name is Pepe, and they, it's a program called Vets Helping Vets. At that time, that they introduced me to, and it was some dude that was an Air Force vet. Granted, he didn't fucking go and do the things that I did, but he knew firsthand the things that I was doing, right? So now, I joined this other organization, Sabo Group, and it's Ham and Meredith, Johnny Crash. And we, we sit there and we fucking take vets that have these issues and they have these problems. And they're around people that have been there in the most extreme ways that I guarantee you, you can't put a motherfucker in front of me that can tell me a story that I haven't been in. Mm. I've been there when we fucking picked up bodies that have been sitting there for a couple of days and we have to fucking pick them up. And it smells like no other smell that you could ever fucking imagine. Mm -hmm. I've been there where you've seen your buddy that has been blown in half, who has half of his body, and you feel that it is respect out of him to clean up the process. Mm -hmm. I felt it was respect out of him to put him in that body bag and pick up all his pieces and put him in that body bag for that exact reason. Mm -hmm. I've been in the places that that most people couldn't even imagine that in a movie you couldn't even try to make that scene real. Right. Because right. there's too many tastes, there's too many smells, there's too many feels that you couldn't even succumb to. Right? Mm -hmm. But the person that I see that day, mm -hmm. he's going to fucking know that I can. Right. right. He's going right. to know right. that. He's going to know all of that. Right. Because right. I've been there. I've done that. I've put in my work. There's not a motherfucker that could sit here and sit in front of me and tell me that something else, something different. Very much kind of like a fellowship that I know about, right? Well, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, man. And There's I, something I, that I, happens I, between people who've shared a certain circumstance or a certain experience that somebody from that doesn't understand it can, can never, never penetrate make that or never make that connection. Yeah. And that's what you look at. Like, I'll put you through a position. One time I was in therapy, right? This is all after all this shit happened. I was in therapy. There was a doctor. He had read books. He ain't never been nowhere. He ain't mm -hmm. done shit, right? I knew this. And my thing was, like, I couldn't gig with somebody that ever fucking just read what I've been through out of a textbook, right? Mm -hmm. And he started to sit here and tell me, like, oh, don't you care about this? Don't you care about that? What about your son? What about this? And I go, 
guess what? How old am I? And I think I was at the time like 26, 25. I go, I can already make another one, right? I can make a bigger, stronger, faster one, right? He'll be better than the last one, right? So don't you fucking tell me that I should care about this one that I already made. Because the next one I make is going to be better than the last one I made. And he what, was like... What did he say to that? He was like, this motherfucker is whacked out of his fucking mind. He was like, all right. <laughs> the next week, I didn't see him again after that. Yeah. That's he, the problem. You know what? Like, I'm going to say something, man. It's hard. Like that, People gonna, can't handle that shit because that's the reality of the shit. Right. You know? like. No, but to, you know what's even more fucked up is that they're... They're in this this official mob, and you're doing the work for the official mob, the real work, right? Like when you go to Iraq, you're doing the work for the this yeah, official mob. We're a mercenary, oh, right? Right, on salary. Okay, on some bullshit ass salary, though. right? Yeah. But here's the thing: Can here's, I get a paycheck? God here's the damn. Thing. This person's <laughs> to a certain extent living on your largesse. Like this therapist is living on your largesse. Like you're over there putting in work. And this guy's living here, and then he is not going to be able to hear your story. Like you, you might even put some extra sauce on your truth just to see if he's got fucking balls to handle it. And then he can't even be there the next day. That would fucking piss me off. I can tell you that. I. I but I knew what I was doing. No, but I, what, I'm, knew, what I'm saying I, is, I is if I was him. a like, if, I, if I was a real therapist, he couldn't do it. If I was a real therapist, first of all, therapy's fucked up, and you know why? Because therapy is not really psychoanalysis. Psychoanalysis, like actual fucking shit, is really looking at how you think, your thought structures. Therapy is all about trying to make you feel okay. And trying to make you feel okay, sometimes there's some shit that it's just not okay no matter what kind of words you put to it. So check go. it out. This last year was the first time I logged on Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. I haven't logged on Facebook since I was in. Yeah. And my wife was giving me shit, this and that. Like, oh, you're going to see all these fucking bitches that were back in the day trying to fucking get at you. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those, right? Yeah. But the real thing was I was running from was the soul. There was one soldier, one, one motherfucker that died that was like directly underneath me. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, right? And... I could not handle it. Till this day, I probably can't handle it. Like, I'll tell you, like, I'll kill anybody. I'll do anything. Like, but the one thing I can't handle is his mom calling me son because he replaced, she replaced me with him. Why can't you handle that? Think about it. I mean, like, I am thinking about it. Like, I want to know from The me. reason that her son didn't come back is because she calls me son. The thing that, like, haunts me every day, like, I sit there and I see him, like, hey, anywhere I went, anytime some shit went down, yeah. I made sure he was right by my side because we we're going to lay everything down. We're coming home, right? Right. And then the shit that happened with me, I got fucked up. He had to go to somebody else that very next day. It was a wrap. You weren't there to protect him. I wasn't there mm -hmm. because every time... I knew better. I knew I did better because I was always trying to be one step ahead of everything that I ever did. Anytime that you thought there was a process, yeah, I was one step ahead of that process. Right. 
that was always what I always made sure that I try to do instill in me. Steve, do you have somebody that was under you or with you that you took care of that's no longer here with us that haunts you? Uh, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, but as I've matured and as I... As I become the full man that I say I am, yeah, I can't run from any of that. I have, I I get to show I yeah I have a, a very I have a partner that had my kids and had my back and my family's back and and I had his and if anything happened to me he's gonna have my back and if anything happened to him he's gonna have his back. Yeah, but when you still don't have it, no. What I'm saying is and for that me. dude. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying for you, that dude was was gone. That guy died, right? And then there was a time where I couldn't interact with his mom. She wanted me to be the next one. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was she the called closest me son. thing. Right. That was the closest thing. And for me, that's, I didn't know how to that's that. That's exactly till this year. And, and till this year, I still haven't reached out to her and said, all right, here. Like, I'm back online. I'm back here. Talk to me. Right. And I understand that what? feeling. And I also understand him having to cut, turn the corner and start to be the be the man to his son. And then I got to be the son to that lady because that was really who I... If that dude really was that important to me, then that's what he'd want from me. And so learning to step up to that now as an adult man. And then that woman talked to me the day before she died, his mom. Mm -hmm. I was like her son to her. And yeah. now I talk once a week to his son. Um, and his son comes to me with everything. Yeah. But I'm telling you, bro, that I do. I, I have had that type of thing. I've had youngsters that, that, that I worked with that fucking OD'd. I've had different things happen. And yeah, dude, I understand what you're saying. I absolutely understand that. And there's, but you're, you're a full, you're this guy, this soldier, this full guy, this, this dude. And that little piece of the pie that you're saying you haven't been able to deal with, that's got to get filled. That's got to get handled. Go for it. We'll take it. Yeah. yeah. God. This guy's biters are worse than mine. I'm 52. <laughs> that was the third one. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely understand that, but I, you know, you know, you're gonna, you, you know, he's also, he's also, Danny's also younger. You know, it's taken me quite a while to get here, but uh, hey, you know what? I don't think we should. We should also. It's taken you quite a while to get there, and then also, um, the circumstances are, are slightly shade. The shades yeah, are little. They're it's different. a, it's a yeah, little different. They are. They are. It's, the similar yeah. thing underneath what you're saying, but like for 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 him, he probably thought like he was the guy that's gonna make sure this kid didn't die in a war zone. Yeah, it is different. It is different. But it's I think different. you're saying I think you're saying something very powerful to him, which is like yes, and it is different. It's combat, right? It's somebody getting fucking that you were supposed to be. Well, and, or, or he made him he he, he made him to be like that right, it, right. and he took and, that upon himself right and so for him i mean he's gonna he feels like he's gonna have to finally face the full judgment when he faces the mom and she's gonna call want to call him son and it's gonna be a final acknowledgement that that no matter how strong anybody is in this world you can't be there you you can't protect everybody you can't 
That's how this world is. My wife, dude, she thinks like she's going to be able to protect our baby from everything. And I keep reminding her every day, like, it's a good thing. I'm not saying we should throw the baby out in the street. But I'm telling you right now, nobody can cover everything. Mm-hmm. It, life ain't like that. Sean, what are you getting? You've been listening to this whole thing kind of play out. And also, you've been listening to the podcast kind of evolve, this episode evolve. Yeah. What's going through your mind and, and your heart, your spirit on this? There's a couple of times where I get really emotional about what he's saying. Because I can't, I can't even imagine that sort of, I guess, uh, psychological like, weight on your... Even, even some of what... Yeah, but you want to know what though? I want to. I want. I think what you said is absolutely right, Juman. Which is what Danny back in the room is that my situation of what I'm comparing it to is not combat situation where I was in a position where I'm supposed to, or either I put myself as the person that's a protector in combat. I'm talking about my my crime, you know, my road dog, you know. So it's it's different, man. But the part that. Right, but the part that I do understand is that feeling of how to deal with them when they're now placing you as the person that's no longer here. Yeah, and 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 what you're supposed to do. Look at it, it's like uh, being from a neighborhood, bro, and somebody's somebody gets smoked. Right, and then you're gonna show up at the funeral or at their mom, and you know them, and their their mother or whatever's like looking at you like, what the fuck Son. is this thing? They're like, well, not, son, they put you in that position. Well, But that, or they look at you like, what is this fucking thing that you were fucking doing with my son? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You're almost ashamed to go. You don't even want to go be around the family. Well, you're trapped because on the one hand, you respect the guy, so you got to show up. On the flip side is, is when you show up, you know they're going to be looking at you like, you know, somehow, oh, some way, you, you you're responsible. A part in this. You're exactly. Your stupid shit somehow got my yeah, kid Yeah, what killed. is this shit that you fucking And you're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. so there's like but, a lot of... But, but it's that, not always like that. Like, right, right. No. Because no. they sit there and they look at you that way. But in the end, they look at you like you were actually sitting there and you're protecting all the, them and you're doing what you had to do. And they realize that you did everything you had to do in that position in time, but... That's just how it played out. Wait, wait. So, Danny, when we're talking about your situation, because there's a slightly different, there's a different shades because the scenario is different. It's combat. But what I want to ask you, though, is somewhere in your mind and in your heart, you know you're going to make contact with the mom or you already have? No, I, I, I did. Her, his mom, his dad, like all them when I came back. Right. But then you took a break, right? Because they were, like, calling you son and all this other stuff. Yeah, even so today, like, I open my Facebook and I have messages from her saying son this, son that. And I'm just like, uh, fuck. Like, this is a kid that when we got back, like, I was in WT, Wounded Transition Unit, because I got fucked up before them. So then the other one came back. The other one was already dead. So the... The two guys that were my right-hand man, like, with me throughout the shit that I, like, all right, we go out, some shit goes down, we lay everything down, and we'll talk about it later. Don't worry about it. I'm in charge, right? So this shit happens. One of them gets whacked. The other one fucking ends up with somebody else and doesn't know what the fuck's going on and is trying to make it throughout this whole thing. And then at the end of it, like, this one comes back. He's all fucked up. 
he puts his head through a wall. He fucking cuts his wrist. He's fucking threatening to shoot everybody. Like, all this shit's happening on fucking Christmas Day, Mm. 2007, right? He's like, hey, they call me. They're like, hey, dude, like, this motherfucker's tripping. The only person he wants to see, the only person he wants to talk to is you. Nobody else can get near him. If somebody gets near him, he starts fucking bucking. He starts shooting. He starts acting up. So we don't want no problems. Okay. Bam. I'm in my house with my family, my brand new son. I said, fuck it. Let's go. Bam. I go down there. He put his head through a wall. He's got his wrist. He fucking has a strap. He has all this shit. He lets me in. He's in a bathtub full of blood. He fucking grabs me. He hugs me. He goes, Danny. He goes, they don't know. Danny, they don't fucking understand. They don't fucking get it. They don't know what the fuck. Mm. You know, like, sometimes in, in a place of war, things happen. Things need to happen in a place of war because it's war, right? Yeah. But sometimes those things can never be divulged. Yeah. Sometimes those things can never be talked about. Sometimes those things will kill you. Yeah. Dude, uh, after that, I, I feel like, I mean, maybe we should leave it there. Yeah. Right? Yep. I think that was... I think, I think, I think everybody should, gets clear what you're saying. I mean... I, yeah. I don't think we need to put any kind of fucking anything on that. Nope. All right. Well, listen... Uh, Anything, kind of anything on that. There no. ain't nothing to put on that. You know what? That let's is not what even, it is. Let's not even say goodbye to the fucking audience. Let's just leave it like that. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Yeah. yeah. Danny, man, uh, you can come back any fucking time. I'll buy you as many fucking little Tito, double Tito's, Double whatever. Tito's as you want. As many as you <laughs> want, bro. That was fucking awesome. And next time, we're going to smoke some fucking cigars. Yeah, I just really appreciate, bro. I know you haven't told your story. I know that you haven't talked this in depth with anybody. You told me that urgently coming in. So for you to take a chance with me and my partners on this podcast and put this out there is is extremely courageous of you. It's kind of you to do it here. Yeah. Um, I think what you we talked about in here, although this is a podcast, you coming in here and opening up is very sacred to me. Yeah. You know? Um, I hold it in high regard, bro, um, that you poured out your heart and, and start to share a little bit. I know we're never going to get it all. We don't need to get it all. But even this, the amount that you put out is, is heavy content, man. And uh, and even I, the energy, like, 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 let me put it to you this way. I don't know about like all, even the con, but like the energy, the way you said things, the victory, the pain in the voice, all that stuff. I think you're doing a service for a lot of people. This stuff hear, needed right? to be said, man. And somewhere, somehow, your experience told honestly yeah. is going to help somebody somewhere. Yeah. It certainly has helped put things in perspective on my life and where I'm at today. And uh, it also, it also, it, it's also a fucking a breath of fresh air from the typical fucking veteran bullshit you hear out there. That yeah, a lot of people yeah. repeat a lot of shit and then yeah. they don't say or yeah. do anything and they don't get real about like what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, brother. Hey, man, I commend you, bro. You've been through an awful lot, um, and you're, you know, you're a good dude, man. Through all this stuff, you're a solid individual, man. 
your your enjoy your company hey. being around. I'm going to impregnate my wife because you told her to have more kids, Danny. I'm going to fucking go, knock her ass up. I'm gonna, the middle name's going to be Salazar. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl. You talking my old ladies because I ain't giving up no more kids. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, but Salazar, middle name. Salazar. All right, well, listen, we're going to wrap it, man. Danny, thank you for coming thank down. Thank you so much, Sean, Sean, we love you, bro. Come on, You're man. my motherfucking partner, bro, you. for life, all right? Come on. Listen, no anybody that could give to the Sabo Foundation that I work with now. Yes. Where do they go? Where hey, do they go? Sabo Foundation, right? Yes. S-A-B-O-T, right? S A B O T foundation.com. Yep. They could donate, they could give. You know, it's real. Like, this year, we've been doing things. We've been fucking putting people out in these positions, like trying to rehabilitate them, putting them in team perspective, like re- relieving them of the trauma and trying to do all these things. Like, I'm really there. Like, this isn't some fucking Peace Corps or like some weird shit. Like, I've been through it. So anybody that comes around me will know that everything that I have to offer them is authentic. I love that. You know? There you like, go. You, All right. You can't, you can't fake authenticity. Sabo, S-A-B-O-T, foundation.com. Yep. yep. And we're going to put that link up with, um, with the show. With the show on both yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to hit it up on Instagram as well. Uh, and we're going to we're gonna turn these cheap motherfuckers upside down. Hey, I don't change. care if they want to message me too at West Grown. Like, at, like at everything. West Grown. West underscore Grown. Like everything I have is authentic. So you want to come to me, you want to ask me questions, you want to sit here and I don't think you want to reach out to the foundation, like, come to me. I don't care. Like, I'm a hog through and throughout. Like, you ain't going to ever break me. You ain't going to bust me. I'm here for you. I love it. I fucking love it. Listen, we're signing off from the Mayfair Hotel in downtown LA. You heard Danny Part 2. Thanks and adios amigos.